The Crash and Mars Podcast. So I thought that this was kind of uh, cool. And for those of you who are a little worried about the apocalypse eventually coming our way, uh-huh. an Edmonton area apocalypse school is now open and will teach skills oh. on how to survive. Oh. oh. This is just a little separate thing that you can uh, yeah. add to your portfolio. Greg Gurecki, has, uh, he's teaching classes on apocalypse preparedness and survival school. Would this go into like doomsday prepping kind of thing? Uh, I don't know if it's doomsday. I think it's just a it's a two day course. Yeah, covers a range of survival topics. Spending one day indoors in the classroom and another day out in the fields of Cooking Lake. Oh, it can't be that bad, hmm. right? Yeah, it gets the outdoors. He said the two instructors cover everything on how to build a fire, how to read compasses, how to build shelter. Hmm. They also tackle first aid, sutures, oh. tourniquets, and even. How to survive a nuclear attack? Um, are you are you suturing something? Like, does he cut you and then he's like, stitch yourself? Uh, it looks like there's. <laughs> you're, I don't know if he's going that far. And let's mix our blood flesh. together. Bring your own wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all that sounds great. Hmm? You know how to learn how to start a fire, learn how to search your search your wound. Uh, mm-hmm. In an apocalyptic world, though, most of it's going to be manslaughter, right? It's really just getting over how to kill your fellow man. Pretty much. Because that's Probably. most of your day is going to be spent yeah. defending your property uh-huh. and taking other people's. Yes. Yeah. And you're right. going to run out of food, so you got to learn how to eat yeah. human. Oh. Yeah. Is he teaching that? No, he's not teaching you how to So it's a waste of time. <laughs> okay. Open up a can without a can opener. Yeah, right. That's what I need. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done that a couple times. Uh. Now, with that, if you knew the world was ending in 10 years, yeah. which of these would you prioritize? Um, that's what the uh, survey they asked people. Uh-huh. Um, what would you change about how you live your life if you knew the world was ending in 10 years? Uh, spend more. Yeah, I'd probably go on vacation more stop, often. Stop being so cheap. Go see stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quit working. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? What a waste of time. Yeah, quit, quit working, <laughs> yeah. travel. I can make 10 years work. Yeah, because you're not working to retire anymore. Yeah, exactly. But I'm working to die. Say goodbye <laughs> to travel. Like, we want to quit working. You think people that work at the airline want to keep working? Oh, oh yeah, you're well, right. Well, no, we need you. No. <laughs> some, you're right. Yeah, some industries yes, have yes. to <laughs> yeah, right. The government's got to take care of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Government, this is your problem now. Food service workers, you know, all that. <laughs> Yeah. Skip drivers. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yes. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, n- that's not number one, by the way. The one thing that we all said was mm. quit our jobs and travel. Uh, more time with loved ones was by far the top answer with 52% of the vote. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Travel with loved ones. Travel yeah. with sure, loved ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. 16% <laughs> of people said that they would have as much fun as physically possible. You got to. Yeah, do yeah. everything. Yeah. Time's Everyone. a ticking. 10% said that they would try to save the world so it wouldn't end in 10 years. Mm-hmm. 8% of people said that they wouldn't change a single thing. They'd just keep living life. Would you? To the very end. Well, maybe they're having a great life. When you think about it, though, you nothing is certain and nothing is for sure. Mm-hmm. So if someone said in a decade from now, the earth is going to blow up, you may not believe it and be like, well... I might have to keep working and keep doing my oh, every day. And then you see everyone else it, blowing all their cash. You're like, good, yes. good luck. Yeah. But then joke's on you if you have all this money at the end and buy world. But the joke's not on you because everybody's gone. Yeah. So you, there's nobody to tell the joke yeah. to. Did you guys not read those near No Fear t-shirts in 1998? Yeah. He who dies with the most toys oh. still dies. Yeah. No fear. No yeah. fear. No, yeah. I think my dad has that shirt. It was a good Currently? one. Currently? Yes. <laughs> Look at the shirt, honey. Read the shirt. Yeah, it's my, my t-shirt's answering a lot of questions. Damn right it has. Yeah. Oh, I had that across my back window of my truck. Oh, oh. did you? Oh. I did. You had oh. no fear? Yeah, I had no fear. 
It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. No fear. Damn right. Look good on my truck. Did you have a slogan or did it just say no fear? No, it was just a big no fear. It was right across the back window of my jacked up Toyota. Oh, God. It was a Toyota 4x4. Really? Yeah. That's so... It was a sweet truck, and I had a roll bar in there. Oh, it's so Manitoba. <laughs> Don't blame... We all heard about his childhood. Don't blame Crash for the choices he's made. <laughs> he didn't have a chance Jeez, to be you, honest. You would have loved the truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we loved Deckles. Oh, my God. Some I... people still do. <laughs> but you were like... like, did you? Was that your and John's truck or just yours? Oh, that was just my truck. I yeah. made that choice. Where'd you get the No Fear Deckle? Uh, I think I bought it at like, San Francisco, maybe? I don't know. I got my hands on a big no fear deckle. It was probably like 12 inches wow. by probably 24. Wow. Oh, and by the way, when he says San Francisco to our younger listeners, it's not the city. It was a store. <laughs> yeah. It took me a hot second. I'm uh, like, you went all the way down to San is there, Francisco. Uh, there's no more San, Fr- San Francisco? Um, is it all Spencer now? Did yeah. Spencer's win or did, did San Francisco become Spencer's? I don't know. Or because for the novelty stores, was there a, a a battle, an apocalyptic battle? Yeah, and Spencer's came out on top. Because I I thought they were both existing. Me too. Right at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, I thought for sure like them all had both, but it was all like, no, I keep a classic with San Francisco. Or was this like a Best Buy Future Shop situation where uh, one bought the other and then just just slowly absolved it? Yeah, ate it. Mm. Oh, I wonder. Okay, Spencer's is. I thought maybe it was just Canadian, but it's not. Over 600 stores in the United States and Canada. Did they take over San Francisco? I think they did. Hmm. Because it was basically the same store. Same crap, but uh, Spencer was way bigger. And Spencer, I feel like, had way more selection, too. Like their t-shirt selection, the novelty shirts, way bigger. Yeah, a lot more, a lot more sex toys in Spencer's. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can buy blow-up dolls, whatever you want. <laughs> in Spencer's or San yeah, Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco had like the novelty like mugs and stuff like yeah, that. Where you you the mug and it, yeah, yeah. Okay, so San Francisco's was Canadian. Oh, and they took Spencer's them out. Spencer's was American, okay. so they were just taken out. Did they out. buy them or just they no. just moved into the malls and took them out? They just moved into the malls and took them out. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, someone's wondering, where do they get their edible undies now? <laughs> I, that's a great question, and one that it will <laughs> baffle minds for ages. Um, <laughs> Amazon, I guess. I think I still, in a box somewhere, still have my uh, fake poo from San Francisco. It was so realistic looking. I think I even had it here at one point because I threw it on the floor and people freaked out. When I was with my mom at the mall, mm. we were not allowed to go into Why? To San Francisco? Francisco? Yeah. You couldn't even go in the front of it because uh-uh. they always put the stuff in the back. No, yeah. I had to wait. Until I was like hanging out at the mall by myself, mall culture, um, mm. because I, she wouldn't let me go in. Mm. Even as a teen alone in the mall, that trip to San Francisco was still a head down as you headed to the back. Mm-hmm. You did not make eye contact with the cashier. No, no, no. Because you know they're looking at you. Because mm-hmm. the whole back was the adult stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Questionable pens, lighters, condoms. Yeah. Oh, I have a novelty condom. Some have rulers on them. Yeah. We bought them. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the, the pen that had the water in it, and when you turned it upside down, oh, the yeah. lady's clothing came off. Yeah. That blew my mind. <laughs> it blew my little kid mind. I don't even know if it you like, buy that Haley, anymore. It was like the top part of a pen, and it had a lady. And then when you moved, like, turned the pen upside down so the water ran over it, her bikini disappeared but it would oh disappear goodness. slowly it slowly. almost yeah. dissolve because the water yeah. would change something in it yes <laughs> in 1997 that was the most erotic thing ever. yeah <laughs> it's all we had now we got the internet <laughs> yeah I was one yeah, yeah. I know we were looking at naked pens <laughs> yeah yeah we sure we sure were oh yeah someone said that San Francisco 
uh, made a couple of bad decisions, including lead was in the news, was in some of their items. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, and some of their that. electronics weren't Well, it was counterfeit. all junk in there, right? Yeah. And Spencer's, that's still a thing, right? Yes, that is. Oh, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that a few times. Okay, and for the Now family, someone said, good morning, Spencer's open and has an adult section where we do carry edible G-strings. So, <laughs> head her on oh, in there. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you for the Now family. There you go. There you go. Hmm. Huh. Apparently, there's, is there still a San Francisco in town? Yeah, there's one in, oh. Uh, just, oh, I don't know. I didn't was, think there was. Oh, no, this is an old post. Yeah, oh, yeah, location is closed. Okay. Hmm. Man, Classic. I, yeah, that was a great store. Spencer's feels tight to me in there. Well, they have a lot in there. Yeah. I felt like San Francisco, a little cooler vibe. It was a long pocket, like a long hallway, and they had only like one shelf in the middle, I think. And then crap on the sides. Didn't Spencer's start off with just like dragons? I remember the front of it. Am I thinking of a different store? No, I think because you're thinking of at the mall, Spencer's is in the dragon section. Yeah. So you're... Because there's that... uh, It's in the dragon corner. What is that? Is it? Is that called... uh, no, opulence. That's on Europa. Uh, I love the crash. Just quick sidebar. Uh, exclusively shops on Europa. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up there the other like yeah. two weeks G-Star ago. G-Star Raw and Opulence. <laughs> They're still there, by it's the way. It's all he'll wear. Yeah. He cruises it. <laughs> There's still some Ed Hardy selections down there. <laughs> he cruises it. Crash will take a spin through Europa. I was just shocked. He's ashamed. Because I walked down there to get to the escalator. I'm, looking, yeah. I'm like, huh. Look at all this stuff. It's still here. Yeah. <laughs> There's that weird thing, too, where Europa is the least European part of the mall. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it happens. True. It happens. So where are you thinking, then? It's not on... No, there's a uh, a store. I know what Ginger's talking about. That exclusively just sells, like, dragon statues. The ones that'll do, like, the fog off yes, the globes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very uh, Down, gothic. like, towards, yeah, towards, like, HMV on the lower level there. Yeah. 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 I wonder if... It, oh, it's, everyone's texting and saying that store was called Millennium. Sure. It's, it's probably gone now, I'm oh, guessing, hey? That's the one with, like, the wizards and stuff yeah. out front? Yeah. Yes. I remember that store. Me too. Yeah, because there, there was a gaming store down there, too, that also sold, like, dragon memorabilia. Mm-hmm. So there was that, a third one. There was, like, a weird uh, dragon triangle in huh. that area. And then Spencer's was, like, right smack in the well, middle? Spencer's or Spencer's beside it there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Dragon dragons were that big, hey, that people wanted those like heavy dragon statues. I think people still do. Dragons rule. They're cool. Right. Yeah, I think I think they're yeah, still as popular as ever. You yeah. see an airbrushed van with some dragons on the side? Mm-hmm. Follow it. See, like that's cool. <laughs> He's heading to a party. <laughs> <laughs> He's got stuff. <laughs> this text here says my first pair of handcuffs were bought from there for a Halloween costume when I was a kid. Hmm. That was San Francisco. Would you think it was called Haley? The Mystic or Millennium? Millennium. 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 That kind of rings a bell. Yeah. I remember walking past that. Me too. It was a cool store. It was a cool store. Millennium West Edmonton Mall. Is that? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, it's got like the old bricks and stuff on the front. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they sell some interesting stuff there. They got anything and everything. Oh, that's cool. That's along the... uh... But I think it's gone though, right? Mm -hmm. Uh... Millennium's gone? Is it still there? No, they're they're still there. Oh, they're, okay, good. Yeah, their Insta is still active. Hey, there you go. Oh no, that's from 2016. Ah, oh, who knows? And Driver Oz wants to know if the edible underwear from San Francisco's was just like fruit roll-ups that were shaped as underwear. Uh yes, I believe it is just like a fruit roll-up. Oof. But I don't think it's as good. I think it's really. Um... Oh, I remember those getting made on our kitchen table. Sorry. What? 
back up. What yeah, Ma was Ma was rolling out the fruit roll-ups on the kitchen table. She's cutting panties out of rolls. Yeah, like squeeze. Yeah, you unroll a bunch of fruit roll-ups on the table and then get the rolling pin and then mulch them together and then cut out some panties. Oh Your God. mom was doing that. Yeah. For who? I think it was a gag gift for uh, her friend at Bingo. Oh, okay. Mm. I hope. Oh God, I helped. <laughs> <laughs> I made my mom edible panties! <laughs> <laughs> it was totally for her friend at Bingo. This is what she it told you. No, it had, it had, why would you, yeah, it was Bingo. Does that mm -hmm. make the story better? Yeah, Bingo panties. But there's still your, your mom's friend, like, did you know the woman? Well, I don't know if she would, I, I doubt she would wear them. So like, craft yeah, time, <laughs> craft time at your house yes. one afternoon mm -hmm. was helping your mom Rolling pin out fruit roll ups. Yeah. To cut into the shape of underwear. Yeah. So she could give it to her friends at bingo. <laughs> yeah. You're making yeast infections for your mom's friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun childhood thing. Ginch, try it with your kids. They'll love it. <laughs> G string or full bottom? Uh, they were, from what I remember, they're pretty, like, when they were held up, there wasn't too much. She held them up. Well, yeah, you gotta, like, Show are off. they good? <laughs> These look like panties. <laughs> the worst part of this is, did you ever get to eat a fruit roll-up as a child? No. Yeah, see? Oh. That's what no. makes it extra sad. Yeah, we never got them in the lunch. I think I got a piece of the panty. Oh like all the cutoffs. Cut I think I was able to eat the cutoff, but oh. yeah, I never just had a standalone opened a fruit roll-up that wasn't in a panty form. Just panty scratch. You're lying. You have to be lying. <laughs> Are you lying? No, uh, I'm sure there's probably, in that trunk of pictures that we have, yeah. there's probably pictures oh, of the you fruit roll-up thong. How old are you at this at this point? How old young Crash? Um, seven, eight. Oh, no. Well, she just could have lied about what they were then. Like, right? What? Like, why did you even need to know? I don't know. Maybe maybe she was like a that parent that tells you what it actually is. You don't Come need on. to beat around the bush. I gotcha. <sighs> These panties are going to cover it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yikes, I'm crash. sure I'm not the only one who's, as a child, made those edible endings. No, you're the only one. I think you might be. <laughs> There's no text coming in. No. Anyone? Of the text. Our, I think our texting's down. No. <laughs> it's not even as a child thing. It's just making, like, that's a gift you buy. Yeah, that's not a homemade You're, gift. Well, Crash's parents would not have ever spent yeah, money but, on it. Like back in the back in the eighties, eighties, nineties, could you buy those? Oh yeah, yeah. I oh. think that's when they were in their prime. Yeah, me oh. too. <laughs> you think this is a new technology? <laughs> <laughs> the scientists down at NASA just cracked the edible underwear market. Uh, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Ma wouldn't steer me wrong. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, this text here says, uh, hey guys, there's a dissolvable water underwear for men. A lady oh. posted on Facebook her husband getting into the water at the hotel and then they just disappear. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. Brilliant. He's like, I can't get out of the pool. My my bottoms have just disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, someone, someone said to Crash that you just gave them an idea they're going to do this with their kids today. They're 14 and 17. Perfect. Bunch of feet roll-ups. I'm glad it can be an inspiration. Well, honestly, that seems better. Besides all the stiffs here in the studio. I'm not a stiff. I just don't want to put candy on my bed. <laughs> no one's against edible underwear. They're against forcing their seven-year-olds <laughs> to cut them out for their bingo friends. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it was a big hit at bingo. <laughs> 
Have you ever seen Haley the um, you know candy necklaces? Yeah. Have you ever seen the full bras? Yep. Yeah, I that's, have too. That's not supporting anything. No. No, you got to eat those. That's off, a though. music festival classic. Yeah, yeah it is. Right? Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Jean shorts and a candy bra top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing left by the end of the night. Especially if it rains. Oh. Let sugar. Yeah. Oh, it would melt right off your body. Yep. Yeah, it sure would. Hmm. <sighs> Ginger, I'll make you a pair, and then we'll judge. I mean, they'll they'll probably be fine. What were you uh, holding them together with? Well, they just uh, like the rolling, like you just uh, overlay them yeah. like an inch, take and then take the pin. rolling pin to it, and then you end up with just a big sheet. Yeah, and then you cut out your your template, uh-huh. fold it together, and then rolling pin, rolling pin uh, oh, just the one section it. together, and then you can hold it up. Uh, yeah, gotcha. it's pretty sticky. You just yeah. lick it and yeah, stick you just it. wet it a bit. Yeah, lick yeah. and stick. Just put it between like two pieces of wax paper. I'm, I think so. I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Throw an iron on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It looked good. Put it From, in a bag. Through my seven-year-old eyes, it looked pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she's going to love these, Mom. <laughs> Those are friggin' hot. <laughs> Damn, you vet's one lucky woman. <laughs> Mr. Robinson's a lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off to bingo you go, Mom. Damn right. Away you go. Yeah. Uh, this next survey here was done in England, so maybe they're just a lot less superficial than people in North America. 2,000 single people were asked to name the top things they're looking for when it comes to dating. And guess what? Good looks did not make the top 10. Whoa. Top 10? Didn't make the wow. top 10. Wow. I know. <laughs> These guys I'm weren't exactly under oath when they took this survey. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Ginge. Uh, here's though what they did say. So when it comes to dating... 2,000 single people said that this is what they're looking for. Number one, mm. honesty. Oh, okay. But uh, number one? I'm guessing because a lot of it's based on like online, like oh, Tinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you want to make sure that like the they match their photos. It's, it's a, what you see is actually what, what you get. What you see it's is not, what you get. It's not a man or a woman yeah. off wish. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, number two, they're funny or they can make you laugh. Haley and I have always said a man mm. that's funny is super attractive. Oh yeah, you can make me laugh. You're automatically bumping up a couple levels. Even yeah. if you're uh, like not not good looking. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll stick around. Okay, all right. What else you got, funny man? Oh, damn. <laughs> all right. thanks for me, funny boy. <laughs> damn right. Uh, number three, they're kind. Mm-hmm. Number four, a great sense of humor. So in other words, you make them laugh. Mm. Oh, if I'm laying down my best material and you're not finding that funny, yeah. oh, I'm out. I'm mad that I wasted it on you. Yeah. I know. When I first met Mars, like she had a, a quick little stage set up in her house, <laughs> and a little curtain. I'm like, what am, what's happening here? I'm like, and she's, yeah, she busts out her, her yeah. one woman show. I, I, it was such a small <laughs> stage. So in order to run out, I just did this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there she is. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, good night. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for coming. Woo! Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, man, it's good to be here. Let oh, me tell you. Yeah, I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, gosh. I got two, uh, two uh, beer yeah. tokens. Sorry, what's that? I got, I got some beer tokens. So where's, when do I get my free beer? I haven't even started the show and you're already heckling. Oh, sorry. But let me tell you about walking down sidewalks. <laughs> <laughs> You guys familiar with uh, with sidewalks? You guys hear about this? It's true. Uh, number five, good communication. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to, you know, talk. Yeah. Communicate. Number six, good manners. You have to make sure somebody's got some really good manners. Yeah. Uh, number seven, a nice family. Which I don't like. Are you meeting the family straight up? How about no family? 
No. <laughs> maybe if they're telling stories about <laughs> the family. Yeah, maybe they've got like a, it sounds like they come from a nice family yeah. life. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, number eight, that they love to travel and not afraid to try new things. Yeah. Number nine, they've got a pretty decent job. And number 10, they've got big dreams. Those are the top 10 things that people say that they're looking huh. for when it comes to dating. Incredibly good looking. Just missed the top 10 coming in at number 11. Wow, people have moved on from the looks. Well, yeah. incredibly good looking is a high bar. Oh, but still looker. Yeah. But like Catch you're, your you're attracted to has to be, you're physically yeah. attracted to has to be a little higher mm. than 11. Yeah, you would, you would think. Yeah. Also, big dreams. Big dreams sounds nice. But let's say you're in your 30s uh. and you're meeting someone who's like 35. Uh-huh. And they still have uh, aspirations to be a rock star. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's you, big dreams. Yeah. Are you like, uh, now you got to like support them or like act like this is possible? But you could, you would have to really be into that though. You got to be into them like serenading well, you. It depends. Like, do they have like a good paying job? No. Like one where Marzi doesn't have to cover half of everything. Uh-huh. And then. <laughs> 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 and and then they've got like a like a band that they're in at night. Uh and like they're they're doing like the local pub scene and stuff, and maybe going on tour from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna find that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, but, but I don't think that's the big dream. Then they're not expecting to to make it then, I don't think at that you point. Don't they're think? just enjoying they just like playing music. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. just a hobby. But they gotta mm-hmm. be that's gotta be a realistic dream. It right? does. Because if you're like thirty five, you're waking up, you're hitting your bong. Then you're writing some songs in the morning and you're like, man, one yeah. day. Well, your spouse's head note. Yeah, well, like, have a great day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they come back 10 hours later. <laughs> oh, you're still there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm preparing for the gig tonight, man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I caught some inspiration, babe. <laughs> had, to get, had to get it down. You wouldn't believe it. I saw a Blue Jay fly by the window. Oh. New song just came to my mind. Like, big dreams sound nice, but it's uh, realistically, it'd be a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. Yeah, it'd be tough. That would be very tough. I would have, and this is might sound selfish, but I I don't care. Um, <laughs> that is, yeah, you did. That, that sounded, yeah, very selfish. You're <laughs> wow. It would be it would be very difficult for me to live and support a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be very tough. Yeah, it would be very, very tough. I, and not someone who's just like down and out on their luck, because life happens. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Mm-hmm. But like someone who's when it's pr- choosing. When it's, it's happening over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, someone who's consistent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and we're we're heading into like four four to six months. Nothing yeah. has changed. You're like, okay. okay like, not so that, the constant is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not that someone lost their job. They just simply won't go get a job. Yeah. Riddle me this. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Because uh, this is, you're saying the constant situation but let's say it's a first date and uh you two like the fellas yeah the fella you're dating doesn't have a job currently okay he's in between jobs <laughs> right? he winces what does he do he's in finance mm. but he's in between jobs do you give him like are you are you giving him that first date because he has big dreams to <sighs> head up his well, own not even big dreams he I just ha- he's had steady work before he just doesn't have it currently i have to throw a factor in this yeah how hot is he is he paying for dinner no. He's a six, and he's paying for dinner. Oh, okay. He found some he's Well, found he's got some a cash. credit card still. He'll take on a little debt. He <laughs> says he's going to get work next week. He's got some feelers out there. He's got some friends in finance. They have confidence he'll get back in the game. Yeah, I take the meal. He's just current. Well, that's you, I, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> but would you, the second date, when maybe uh, you might pay, would you give him that second date? Like, things go well. It's a week later. He's still not working. Mm. And he's like, hey, I'm freeze Friday night. You want to hang out again? It depends if he's funny. Yeah, he was funny. First you, date went great. Do you quiz him on the second date? 
on if he has some leads. He's still incredibly unemployed, though. First date went great. <laughs> oh. he, he had you laughing. You thought about maybe inviting him up, but then you didn't because you, you know he's unemployed. Yeah. Uh, but you would have <laughs> if he had a job. Uh, but now comes here comes uh, the second weekend. He wants to take you out again. He's still very unemployed. But is, the first date went well. Is he still picking you up, or you have to pick him up second week because he's out of gas? <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that's another red flag. Because if you've only been out of work for two weeks and you're already out of money, <laughs> red flag. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> that's a, a really problem. good point. Because, yeah. um, oh like you God. said, life, life happens. Life does happen. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you were dating and then he lost his work and then stayed unemployed and didn't try to get a job for a year. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a, a seemingly nice guy, attractive enough, and just mm. happens to be unemployed right now. That'd be tough, right? Yeah, that's really that, tough. I don't think I'd do it. Because you don't know. Yeah. I, um, I get it. You don't want to get attached to someone. Yeah. I mean, I probably would, but that's also because I'm not financially stable. So it's like, eh, one of us will figure it out. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get a free meal. Yeah. yeah. Who are you Dinner. to judge, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those in glass houses. <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, this is an oddly specific. Don't worry about <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> be fishing around for like a glimpse into the future. Who works in radio? <laughs> oh, let's, works- let's say he's a broadcaster. Yeah. <laughs> he's got three kids, recently divorced. Right. Oh, God. He's on the outskirts of town. <laughs> if he's unemployed and works in radio, run, yeah, run, run. He approximately has a 20 minute drive into work. Run. <laughs> if he's employed and works in radio, Run still away. Run. run. Still run. Run. Yeah. Nothing good for you there. Just a bunch of... No. Heartbreakers. <laughs> right? Yeah. Broke ones, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. With sweet station t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Lanyard from a lady? <laughs> you know, I'm uh, friends with Crash and Mars. Oh, I can get you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open your cupboard. It's all Crash and Mars coffee mugs. Yeah. <laughs> He shows up to pick you up with a single rose in the station mug. Yeah. Oh, God. In the station vehicle. Oh. <laughs> Ran out of gas. Had to run out of oh, Got yeah. a company credit card for gas. Yeah. Fleet, baby. because <laughs> he can't afford his own car. Damn right. Oh, boy. I do have to set up a remote on the way to dinner, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good times, good times. God, this industry. Data broadcaster. Yeah, they gotta pay more. Oh. Oh. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I want to know from you guys. Uh, give us a shout this morning. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to know a couple of things. Uh, just by judging by what you guys are texting in this morning. Number one, did you end up in the situation where you were, quote, supporting their dreams? And did they get to their dreams? Yeah. Maybe we'll get some really cool success stories. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's... uh, Right? I've known a couple people that are perpetually in school. Oh, I couldn't do that. There's... Yeah, they they go to school, they go to university, and they they graduate with honors, and then they get back into school and do something else. Yeah. And just keep keep, uh, Keep keep within the education system. I mean, if you've got money... Who cares? Yeah, frick, might as well. Keep yeah, but, dreaming, right? Yeah, but that, just going to school is not making money. So this falls into, well, you'll be supporting them, right? Because yeah. then they're just like part-time jobs. Eventually, you got to turn all that education mm-hmm. into yeah. something that makes money. Yeah. <sighs> and then it's just like student loan after student loan. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, the debt's piling up. 
Yeah, Hayden supported me so I could work in radio for the first couple of years. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's why I got an engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitched my cart to that wagon <laughs> so I could work in radio. You're footing this bill, right, Hayden? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're okay to pay rent this month, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's wild is I supported someone while the beginning of my radio career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's tough. That that's was really tough. tough. And I was mm-hmm. making less than you, Haley. Yeah. It was tough. Mm-hmm. He was kicked to the curb. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I, I didn't have any more money. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it was impossible to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. It was. Also, does a job change someone for you? Mm. Like the type of job? Yeah. Because oh. that, that's that been texted in a number of, well, we were, and by the way, we we're just joking about radio. We're allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> if, like, if somebody says, I'm a radio DJ, is that a red flag for you? Let's just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. You know? Because there was a text that came in, yeah. anonymous, said that they found out that they were a custodian and couldn't do it. Really? Because you'd be, what, embarrassed to tell your family? Like, what, what that person does? I, 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 I don't know I'd if you're like, embarrassed. they very I, successful on OnlyFans. I don't know if it's your family. I, I just think, like, like friends this is and family, just anyone? you personally. Oh, just you personally. But a part of that, yeah, Crash is right, though. Because when you first start dating someone and you start telling people about your, uh, yeah, your friend, they always, ask, what do they what do? do? They do? Yeah, what yeah. do they do? Yeah, you always want to know. What do they do? Yeah. So we can, yeah, so you know whether they're quality or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you jazz, um, would you jazz up their title? Like a custodian could be a professional detailer. Oh, yeah, that's oh, fine. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a really good right? one. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm, no, I'm yeah. impressive. It doesn't matter what job you have. As long as you can hold up my lifestyle, we're Oh, good. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm accustomed to certain things now. Okay. <laughs> Haley's got taste. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fancy cheeses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I couldn't go back to cheap cheese. No, okay. like those craft singles. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, right. I'd rather oh. sell feet pics online. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe you've been in this uh, situation. Did you support someone's dreams? Um, how did that work out? It's it's tough, and I've done it. Mm-hmm. I did it. He wanted to be a rock star, like we were just talking about. Yeah. I remember going to some of his gigs. I'm like, yeah. huh, I don't think he's going to achieve that. <laughs> <laughs> Scout the competition there. Hey? Yeah, drinking in the dark corner of the bar. I'm yeah. Like, mm, she will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, he is a very successful filmmaker now. So, Aww. And he's a full-time filmmaker. Someone kept tabs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Someone says I keep tabs with my bear wrangling ex. Yeah, mm. <laughs> just I'm just saying, just so you know, yeah. he's a very successful filmmaker now. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> if you want to cast me in any of your shows, I'll be glad. <laughs> I'm the last person he's yeah, casting. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it was somebody's job. Did you say no because of what they did? Did you encourage them maybe to do something else? Mm-hmm. Did someone decide to go back to school and? You're like, wow, there's a lot of student loans here now. If you've been through this struggle, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this list that I had about the top 10 things that we want in a date. And believe it or not, good looks aren't in the top 10. Because that's always been like top five at least. Right? Top three or someone who's honest. Someone who can make you laugh yep. and someone who, who is kind. Good looking, ranked 11th. But that got us talking about jobs mm-hmm. and, there, and, and supporting people in following their dreams. And that can be a tough go. Yeah. And like, have you, have you been in a relationship where all of a sudden uh, your spouse is like, hey, I want to make a change? Yeah. And the change is going to require them being unemployed for X amount of time. 
Yeah. How do, how do you do that even just in a current relationship? I, I don't let know. Let alone just a new one. Right? Mm -hmm. Especially because you'd have to believe in them too. Whatever yeah. whatever dream they're pursuing, oh, yeah. oh. you'd have to believe in your heart that they yeah. can also do it. Yeah. Some people have a lot of dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's a reason they're not doing that. <laughs> a lot like, of Gingy. no talent hacks out there. <laughs> like, 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 Gingy, if you quit, yeah. and, and you went you went on to be like, um, you wanted to be the next Jean Principe. Yeah. Oh. Would, would Rachel support you? I mean, she basically does now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right in his mom. Yeah. It, it has to be like an achievable. Like, there's only one gene. Yeah. Like, you can want to be Principe. Yeah, yeah. He's already doing the job. But when Principe is like, you know what? I've made enough money. I'm going to go and enjoy my life in Mexico now. You, yeah. would, you would have to grow those locks out, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I if, mean, you, if you saw that opening, would you say, Rachel, I'm going for it? I like it. to think she would, but I guess, like, she'd be a fool, too. Right? Honestly, like, I guess, I think I guess he does like, okay. <laughs> no, it's just whether or not I'm not gonna get it. Whether or not Gingy would get it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Gene's doing just fine. <laughs> Gene's doing great. Yeah, yeah. You like to, I guess you hope your partner would support you in whatever you do. But sometimes it is, it's a losing bet. Oh, it can be tough. Yeah, yeah. it would be a total gamble. It can be tough. Yeah. yeah, if you make a dramatic change just in your relationship. Uh 780 if you want to uh, share, you can stay anonymous as well. Uh Sarah, how you doing? Good. Excellent. Um, so, uh, what was? Did you make a a, a change in your life? Um, well, I, when I was single, I started uh, OnlyFans. Oh, okay, and, okay. And it it basically now half of the single population would not even consider DVD. Really, because of your so job? They're jealous. Yeah. Because they're jealous. I guess. Yeah. Other people are looking at you. Huh. Yeah, they, it's like a jealousy possession sort of thing for some people, but for some people, it's like the best thing ever. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. when you were when you were on the dating field, then did you let people know that that you were working with an OnlyFans, or did you um, did you keep that quiet? Were you looking for somebody who would accept that? Yeah, I was always really honest about it because uh, I, it's like if you're on your phone and all of a sudden you got these things popping up on your screen and stuff like that, mm. you'd have to explain it. So. It's Secret. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a lot of pervy messages right now. Uh, because of, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, just, I guess you would have to. Just have to film a quick vid. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, you do have to explain it. Did Have you had, yeah. pe have you had um, uh, people walk away from you when you told them what you did for a living? Yeah, I had this one guy. We were supposed to go on a date, and we were it was exciting. And I knew him when I was a teenager, but we never dated and whatever. And then he texted me one day, and he's like, yeah, no, I can't do it. He's like, you're super hot, but wow. there's no way that I can handle that. You I just couldn't like, get over well, it. At least you're honest. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's like, there's no way. Yeah, but you're like, look at my huh. financials. <laughs> you're like, I'm richer than exactly. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, look what I make, and I don't even have to leave my house. I'm oh. like, you're nuts. Oh, man, yeah, you're missing out, you're buddy. You're nuts, dude. That's wow. really interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. No problem. Okay, no take problem. care. Thanks. Bye-bye. So she's got two things going against her. Number one would be the OnlyFans, and number two would be her rolling in it. Because oh, that can yeah. be really yeah, intimidating. Be thing oh, for yeah. Some guys yeah, yeah. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Making too much money that men don't want to be anywhere near. Yeah, yeah, what a, what a problem. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> uh, another one. Uh, Eve, how are you doing today? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you went through something uh, similar with your partner as uh, a career change, a dramatic career change, right? It wasn't me. It was my sister, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, How'd that go? They lived it, uh, in Ottawa, and her husband was working at the 
Ottawa airport. Yeah. And he had always mentioned to her that he wanted to be a police officer and had tried getting on with the OPP. Yeah. But um, ended up getting into the RCMP depot instead. So their life got put on hold for a good year. And mm-hmm. he uh, was a solo parent uh, with a one-and-a-half-year-old for quite a while. And, of course, the depot's in Regina, so... Yeah, you got to move away. you got to oh, move. that is tough. Did he uh, end up he, completing it? Is he a police officer now? Yes, he is. And he's actually been uh, an officer now for about five years, and they live in history because, yeah, after depot, they just assign you to... Um, yeah, you get put wherever. You have, you have to pick up and move. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough life at the beginning until you can it until is, you're yeah. able to pick where you want to live. Actually, he doesn't get to pick. Uh, RCMP picks for them. Yeah. Just get assigned to. Uh, your, uh, yeah, at the beginning, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you get any say. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah. That's a tough life. That's a tough life uh, because you've got not only do you have to support them on their career path, but then you've got to move. And you got to hope your career can still, can, continue, can still continue in whatever town or city that you yeah. move to. Yeah. Well, luckily she works for the federal government, so her job was actually fairly easy to move. Oh, that's, oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's she good. lucked out on that. Okay, thanks, Eve. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, we That's had a neighbor that uh, was an RCMP, and he was all over the place before he was able to be, like, back to where his family was. Right, yeah. Yeah, took him a long time. Yeah, sometimes that supporting includes, like, you know, moving across the country. Yeah, yeah. into very small towns where you don't want to be. That's tough. Yeah. Um, let's do, uh, where's Matt? Uh, hey, Matt, how you doing? Good, how about you guys? Yeah, doing fantastic. Uh, was there a time oh, when you uh, had to, like, 100% uh, support your spouse? Uh, yes. Um, so, so, so we moved here about four or five years ago from BC. Yeah. Uh, but back in BC, I had a successful small business, uh, back truck and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, my wife was getting into acupuncture. Yeah. And so I supported her through that and start, she started her own little business and whatnot. Then I decided that I wanted to change. Oh. And so we moved to Alberta to Edmonton area where she grew up. And now she's supporting me as I become a mechanic. Oh, hey. So well, that's kind of cool. You guys did the old trade-off. Yeah, yeah, you swapped. <laughs> we did, yes. Yeah, and everything's working out? It is, actually. You know, it is very financially uh, advisable to do a full career change and big move <laughs> when you're 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet. What a decision. Because it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's a gamble. It, it definitely was, but I, I think it's paying off. I mean, we're still uh, um, really, really not rich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but still, but, yeah. I mean, at least yeah. you guys both met your goals in a sense, right? Yes. Uh, and actually, yeah, my, my wife is doing a lot more work, and I've got a, a really good job, which was kind of difficult to find. Well, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With uh, your yeah. wife, when she's like, you know what, I'm quitting everything, I'm going to go and uh, learn how to do acupuncture. Were, were you a little hesitant initially and a little questionable? Well, well, she she, she was already on that path when we met. Oh, okay, and, uh, gotcha. She, she, yeah, yeah, she was just finishing school and that sort of stuff uh, when we got married. So. Yeah, oh, okay, there you go. That's yeah, a neat, neat yeah, story. She, she had already decided to change everything at that point. Ah, yeah, right. Well, I'm glad everything worked out for you. It sounds like you guys are on the, the right yeah. path. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. and and whenever, whenever she starts stressing too much about the money, I'm like, well, you know what? It can't get worse than it is right now. <laughs> That's a good way to look at stuff. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. Have you guys ever walked into a gym, looked at all of the ripped people inside, and then turned around and walked right out the door? Wow. When I see that, I feel like walking out the door. I know. Instead, I walk in there and I pump iron right beside him. Like, yeah, bruh. Yep, you do. Swole. Get right in there. Well, according to a new survey, 62% of people say, I want to join a gym, but I feel like I'm not in good enough shape to be there. Ah. Oh, this I feel this way all the time. That's the whole point of going to the gym. So you get in shape and feel better, right? I know. But a lot of people don't feel like they can. Is it because you feel like uh, all these ripped, swole people are judging you? Yes. yes. <laughs> of course they are. They are. I don't think so because yeah. I, I feel like the gym is a very positive place these days. And everyone's all about the inspirational quotes and messages. So I feel like if they see someone that is not so fit as them walk in, they're like, look at that. They're changing their lives. No. And if they can throw an inspirational quote your way, they will. 42% of people say that they feel that they have to lose at least 10 pounds before they can join a gym. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. But the whole point is to lose, to go to the gym is to lose that weight. 31% of people said they had to lose 20 pounds before Jeez. they can go to a gym. Mm-hmm. And 18% of people say that they would have to lose 50 pounds before they would even think about setting foot inside a gym. Hmm. The survey also found that 45% of people say that their biggest worry is that people are judging the way that their body looks. Ginger, do you feel like someone would judge you when you go into the gym? It would be intimidating. Mm-hmm. It is ironic that you want to lose the weight, but you can't go to the place that help you lose the weight. Right. Um, I know in history's past, mm-hmm. uh, separating people has not been good or right. Mm, no. But! <laughs> oh, no, don't. <laughs> Ginger wants to roll the Based on your back. religion, I think we should. No, based on your fitness level, I, I don't think that's a terrible idea. So just you, the, just you like, want, a, like just, an overweight section no, of the No, don't gym? call it that. Don't call it that. Just call it advanced, intermediate, Fatty's beginner. over here! Come <laughs> oh, no. on, fellas! Oh, no. You gotta step on a scale to unlock a door. It's like, ah, oh, not today. <laughs> just go advanced, intermediate, beginner. Just no. The, the same reason why uh, a lot of gyms cater just to women. They're more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a safety thing, too. Right? So you're, you're not a, so the ladies aren't around a bunch of pervs. Getting leered at. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to be leered at. <laughs> I got nice curves. <laughs> I think it would be a lot more uh, welcoming, less intimidating hmm. if you're around people uh, your skill level. I don't, I, I don't feel like uh, the uh, the f- like crazy fit people in the gym judge. To be honest, either way, I'm not going. I just think this might work. <laughs> okay, yeah. you know what? So you don't think people in the gym judge? No, because hmm. I feel like nowadays everyone, like I said, is all about the inspirational uh, quotes and stuff, and they... They just want to help and support when you're at the gym. Wrong. You've already made the big step to go to the damn gym. Wrong. You can stay totally anonymous and shoot us a text right now, 56789. Mm. Do you judge people's bodies at the gym? You can say, I don't need your name. Yeah. You can stay totally anonymous because I guarantee you, I guarantee you people do. Not Not out loud, but just to yourself. Not out loud, but just to yourself. Mm -hmm. Just to yourself. Do you look at the, do you look at people? Or your fit friends. Yeah. Or or do you know your fit friends? Look at the first text. Absolutely. Oh, really? No. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Because I'll look at the fit people and I'll, I'll watch them because I'm... Don't I'll, do that. Nope, that's why there's ladies' gyms. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I lick my lips because yeah. they dry out in the gym. <laughs> no, but I'll be watching them because I'm looking for pointers because obviously they're doing something right. Right? So I'll look at uh, what they're doing and I'll try to match it. 
Oh, like their form. Their form, yeah, yeah. What they're doing, like uh, all their um, routines and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I may look a little too long and they catch me. Yeah. It's weird then, but... <laughs> I have to find a new gym. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know. I know. It's, it, the best of us. It sucks, though, but I think, like we j- talked about yesterday, I think it's human nature. Yeah, we can't help ourselves. We can't help ourselves. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, and it sucks. It's not a very flattering... It's not a good trait. No. Uh, Naomi's hanging on. Okay. Good morning, Naomi. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Uh, you uh, joined a gym, right? Yeah, six years ago I joined a large gym, and it was filled with all these men and women who were bodybuilders. Okay. And I was doing the small group um, with a trainer. Okay. And, and, I mean, I was very overweight. And over a number of months, as these people I would see multiple times, they would watch me, and they were watching me lose pounds and inches, and they were watching me get better and better, and they would come over and they would cheer me on, they'd give me words of encouragement, and, That's and cool. the day that I, I was at a point where I had lost about 60 pounds and yep. lots of muscle that I put on, and the day I did my first pull-up, there were lots of them standing there cheering me on and videoing and everything. Yeah, see? That's what I, that's what I envisioned uh, all the people at the gym to do. They're all about uh, yeah. I- inspiring and supporting, right? Yep, and they'd see me running stairs, and I'd be dying, and they'd run by me and go, come on, come with me, and they yeah. were very, very encouraging. Yeah, I don't know what kind of gym you guys think uh, that you'd be going to, but uh, it's, a, it's a pretty supportive place, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think the fact is you're entering into their world, mm-hmm. so it's just like when you show interest in baseball, baseball players like that. Well, you're now in their world, and they like that you're, you're trying to make yourself better and using them as kind of what you'd love to be. So they, you're looking up to them, and they appreciate that. Yeah, they don't <laughs> kick out the weak or ill. They, they support <laughs> <No>. everyone. <laughs> it's like, it's, exactly. It's like, join our tribe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I feel well, like they just give me a chocolate chip muffin. And <laughs> no, 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 no. Me and Gingy. Well, yeah, good for you, though. That's a great success story. Thanks for sharing that, Naomi. No problem. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Here's the thing. That's yeah. the last thing I want. I don't want people you yelling. Don't want support? No, I don't want people being like, come on, you can do it. And I don't I want d- people videoing me as I'm doing a pull-up. Well, obviously, that's a little what different a for some people. But uh, the support would be nice, no? Well, I, I feel like Naomi's a much better person than I am. Me I too, I agree. I would take it very harshly if I was like, as I'm panting, trying to tie my shoes, like, you can do it, buddy. The buddy goes around the tree and through the hole. People, what they don't see is you're reaching for a donut on yeah. the floor. <laughs> it fell out of your basket. Uh, Alyssa's on, too. How you doing, Alyssa? Hey, how are you guys? Good, good. Uh, you used to actually work at a gym, right? Yes, I did. So do you feel there's a lot of judging going on, or is it, uh, like I'm thinking, a lot of inspiration? The only thing that I found people really judged each other for was if um, someone said that they had a lot of experience and they had poor technique. Oh, okay. So they, oh. they go in talking the talk, but they don't actually know what to do. Exactly. So if there are people who are just learning to like power lift or things like that, people would help them out. If people were just there doing the circuit, people would kind of just leave them alone. Yeah. Um, but it was more if you acted like you had something to prove and you didn't prove it, that was more the issue. Ah, uh, okay. So you didn't feel that people were judging each other and... No, not really. Like, honestly, the most judging people usually tended to be, like, the older people. Really? But, yeah, but uh, the, the young people who were there were mostly there for themselves, and so they're very focused. But I can... I can completely understand feeling self-conscious in the gym, and we are our toughest critics, so you would feel... 
comfortable stepping into that, but most people don't care because they're just there checking themselves out in the mirrors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're taking selfies. They're looking at their form in the mirror. Mm-hmm. They're not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, your couple yeah, no. L- uh, extra LBs. All right, okay, thanks, Alyssa. Yeah. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, this text here says, Crash, as time goes on, support may come, but full judge at the start. <laughs> uh, here, let's try Catherine. How you doing, Catherine? Yeah. You were going to the gym. Do you feel like you were judged? Oh, yeah. What? Well, my boyfriend and I just started going, and we live just a little bit outside of town. I'm not going to say the name of the town, but... They have a, a nice complex with a nice gym. Okay. Anyways, so we're only in about three weeks, and I don't know nothing about nothing, and my boyfriend knows a lot, so he's acting as a personal trainer. Yeah. Showing me proper form and all this. And we're on, there's a side that has heavier weights, like Olympic lifting weights and all the heavy dumbbells and that kind of thing. Yeah. So we're over there, and I'm trying to do curls. And I look over, and, like, this guy is sitting on the bench next to me, like, four feet away, and he's just staring me in the eyes in the mirror. Oh. As I'm trying to do this, my Whoa. boyfriend's totally oblivious. <laughs> I don't know. He was doing something else. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, for women, being around men is hard. But when you're staring another person in the eyes as they're trying to learn, I was so angry. Like, I had tears in my eyes, and I wanted to punch him in the face. Oh. So I just got up, and I walked away. Uh. Like, I just wouldn't stop. He it just kept staring? Effort. Yes. And he wasn't even working out. He was just sitting there staring oh. in the mirror, looking him in the eyes. And then I'm so nervous. I can't look away, right? Yeah. Well, once we left, I kind of, I started crying in the truck. I was like, I don't ever want to go over to that side again. Like, oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> well, don't let one dirtbag yeah. ruin it for you. Yeah, that's weird. Well, that's no, so much just being weird. But Crash, if you're going to watch people's form, don't make eye contact. <laughs> Better mind your own business. I like to keep it really quick, but occasionally yeah. I'll maybe zone out and I'm like, oh, jeez, they yeah. caught me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't me looking at you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, a new survey that's out that says 62% of people say they've wanted to join a gym, but they felt like they weren't in good enough shape, so they have to lose weight before they go. I mm-hmm. did notice a, that text you read about how someone supported Crash yesterday about the peanut butter, but mm-hmm. they yeah. realized he's a thousand percent wrong. Yeah. I did notice there was a correlation between mm-hmm. people uncomfortable at the gym, Mars and I, and people who butter their peanut butter, <laughs> <laughs> Mars and I. <laughs> Son of a... Good point, point, Gingy. Another one here. You want to do one more? Yeah, oh yeah. Take as many as you want. I I got uh, Zoe hanging on. How are you doing, Zoe? Uh, Good. How are you guys? Uh, Doing pretty good. Uh, Do you feel uh, people at your gym are a little judgy or what? Well, okay. I started powerlifting a year ago. Yeah. And when I started, I started working out at a commercial gym. Okay. At a commercial gym, I did find that, like, there were some people who are a little more judgy, but I found that the people who are going there... Um, and I've also been to, like, specifically a powerlifting CrossFit gym as well. Yeah. Those people don't care. Like, they're athletes, so all they're doing is coming in and they're focusing on their own workouts. And, like, especially at the powerlifting gym I go to, um, there's people who, like, they record themselves on their phones so they can have their form. There's no mirrors in the gym. Oh. I like that. There's mirrors all over. Yeah, it's really nice because like, you don't, you're just focused on yourself. And then, uh, but then when I was at commercial gyms, I have noticed in the past, especially when I started doing powerlifting, because, like, I'm not a very fit person, but also, like, I'm, like, 5'2", and I'm trying to do this stuff, and, like, I love it, and I've done powerlifting a meet and stuff like that, but people who are not doing that, they look at you like you're crazy. Oh, (laughs) so you, you find that a lot of people are staring at you, and you can feel those judgy eyes. 
Yeah, but it, it seems to be from people who are like they would be like, oh, I would never lift weights. I would never do that. Blah blah blah. Like people who just want to come in mm-hmm. and do whatever they're doing. But people who are more uh, like who are doing more like powerlifting, CrossFit, Olympic lifting. They typically are looking at you to make sure that either you're doing your form correctly. Like I've had guys come up to me and be like, hey, by the way, you're going to hurt yourself, so like, let me help you. Oh. But I've also been okay to be like, I, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? So, oh, like, show me how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the person, but like, I've had noticeably more stairs and things I would say at like, a regular commercial gym for people who aren't doing things like that yeah. than versus people who are really like, jacked and things like that like those people don't really care they're usually just doing their own thing and they're just in their own head and you're fine oh for sure yeah mars i feel like you would yell at someone if they came up to you to correct your form yeah i'd be like yo yo yo." hey get out of here i don't need your help yeah beat it beat it beat it 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 depends because if i'm like deadlifting like 300 pounds i'm gonna be like well i should probably do this correctly so i don't like wreck my back you can deadlift 300 pounds you're like um pardon you can deadlift 300 pounds uh, well, almost. I can deadlift 282 right now. Damn. Well Good done. Good for you. That's well awesome. Done. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah thanks so much for sharing right. that. Yeah, have a great day. Hey, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. She can deadlift 282 pounds? Well done. Let Crash know he'll check the form on your glutes. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Nice. Well done, yeah. right. I, just, uh, I just need to document yeah. this. Is that okay if I film you? <laughs> uh, people are saying this text here, one last one here, Crash, says that you are the one who's correct. Um, they say, Ginge, Thank it's you. way more different now than it was years ago. I know. That's what I feel. I feel like the gyms have really changed. Yeah. It says, uh, I'm a natural, naturally slim person, but I'm really out of shape. Oh, uh, it just doesn't look like it. So no one would know. <laughs> so I'm not judged at all. I'm in my mid th- Wait a second. Did you text this? <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties. Um, <laughs> that's an anonymous text. <laughs> Good point, Anonymous. Yeah, yeah, well done. You sound like a handsome man. <laughs> All right, for those of you who take really big dumps, um, this next story is for you. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. Charmin, you know, cha cha cha. Mm. Charmin. Yeah is now selling large rolls of toilet paper that they claim will last up to a month in your bathroom. They're called Forever Rolls, and they come in two different sizes. A single-use version has 850 sheets, and a multi-user version for your whole family if you're all dropping big dumps at 1,700 sheets per roll. How how do you store that in your bathroom? Like, that's not going to fit on your uh, your typical toilet paper roller. Well, they're so big, they won't fit on most dispensers. Yeah. So you have to buy a special holder. Oh. You can get one for free if you buy the Charmin starter kit. <laughs> Is it a uh, like a base, a stand-up base? Yeah, it's, a, it's exactly, it's a stand-up base. Yeah. yeah. They say you can get a multi-user kit with three rolls and a stand for 30 bucks U.S., or a single user kit for only sixteen fifty. Um, not impressed. What? It, it kind of looks like the garbage uh, toilet paper that you get in uh, like uh, stores. But it's Charmin, baby. In that big locked plastic thing. It's but it's Charmin, so yeah. it's, it's it's not really like tissue soft. paper. It's the best no. of both worlds. Because I do not enjoy changing toilet paper. So you would do the whole oh. month's worth. Wouldn't this be nice? How what the how intense is your like toilet paper? Because I'm always in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Always... Roll slides off, roll slides on. You think about it though, they've got five human beings using using toilet oh. paper. It goes through it in a day probably. Hold we got, up. We got Hold the little up. springy buddy. I'm not I'm not buying this. Because you just went off last week about how you're ruining the uh Oh yeah, environment the plumbing with your wipes. In Beaumont. Yeah, with the wipes. With well, all your wipes. That's your that's your uh, <coughs> finishing job. You're still doing the dirty work. Why are you wasting so much? Because he doesn't have a tushy. 
I don't have a tushie. <laughs> so you'll wipe with the TP yeah. and then finish with the, the final rinse, the big with wet the towel, and yeah. then flush it down to kill the mm-hmm. plumbing lines. Yeah. And sometimes it does not want to go down, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wipe again yeah. and throw more in. <laughs> That's a huge roll, though. Yeah. Like, Wouldn't what? that be better? It's uh, huge. I, 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 it's unsightly to me. Yeah, it doesn't I, look good. Yeah. It, it, there's nothing good. No. I feel, though, I do worry now that I think about it. Imagine pulling on uh, part of a roll that big. Yeah. It's going to rip all the time. Yeah, it's because too it's much got weight. weight. It yeah. doesn't have the strength to turn that big wheel. That's what happens with the... Uh, the bathrooms in any sort of store that has the big round wheels mm-hmm. in that plastic thing. And then you grab a sheet and it goes, whoosh, and you're like, oh, son of a. Then yeah. you got your fingers inside. They're trying to catch the roll again. Uh, they say, though, that you won't have that happen here. A, the base is really heavy. And B, the Charmin is Charmin Ultra Soft. Hmm. So it's the really nice toilet paper, guys. As they long al- as it can hold together. They also say that this is no joke mm-hmm. uh, and that they're selling out. People are buying it. It does look a little ridiculous next to the toilet, though. Like, Ginch, come have a look at this, buddy. Would you judge... Would you say that's a little unsightly? Okay, yeah. <laughs> it is the size right? of the tank. Yeah, like, if, if I went over to Ginch's place... Oh! <laughs> oh, I didn't picture it to be that big yeah. based on the photo post. And that's in your guest bathroom? That is ridiculous. Yeah. It's bigger than the toilet seat. Yeah. Like, if you flipped your toilet seat sideways? Wow. Look, though, it's on sale. Uh, 30 bucks for a month's worth of... Yeah, that's a whole month of toilet paper. And you get the stand for free. Not if you got Mars living there. Yeah. Okay, let's. All right. It's a weekend. No, that's not a weekend. Like I buy, I buy uh, some good toilet paper. It's yeah. like pillows. It's like wiping your ass with a pillow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to use less sheets. No, it's constantly crash, crash. Yeah, it's because you use all crash! the toilet paper. I'm out of toilet paper again. Yeah. I don't use the toilet paper. I'm blasting my ass I with that bidet. Yeah, oh, Mars is. Yeah, she'll f- roll it around her hand. What, like seven times? Yeah, about that. That's you don't need that. How much are you? Uh, and we have the bidet. Yeah, cleaning up. That's after bidet. You still need that much? No, I I um, I wipe first and then I bidet. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on in there? And then sometimes I'll even dab a little bit more after the bidet if it's really blasting. It's like, crash. Just screw them, right? Crash. <laughs> it's it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad in here. Yeah. Help! I'm out of toilet paper. It's true. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to roll, 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 roll? And then now families with me, especially the ladies. Now you just need a little, just a little bunch. Marzi, uh, for those who don't know TV, she mimicked uh, sort of making like a mummy out of her hand. Yeah. She wrapped One, it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is that <laughs> how you do it? Do you wrap your hand up? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do a wrap a hand and then pull it off your hand. Do you yeah. do a pull and then fold? I sort of just bunch a bunch into my hand. Oh, you bunch it? Yeah. So you go, oh. and then bunch. Oh, I'm a folder. I'm a folder or a wrapper. I'm not yeah. a buncher. Haley, you're a buncher? Yeah, because then you get those, uh, if you bunch it, you get more, I feel like, nook and cranny coverage. Because there's just... Because it's more like crazy Different shapes. peaks of the TP sort of shooting off in all directions. Right. Because if you've been down there, it's not a smooth surface. <laughs> there's, you know... Well, some people have smooth. What do you mean yours isn't a smooth well, surface? Well, the actual... Uh, oh, you're talking rosebud. Yeah, okay, all yeah, right. So it's self. There's you've some... You've got to do... Oh, yeah. okay. Think of the chocolates, the rosebud chocolates. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to clean, like, everything. Unless you have a bidet. Unless you have a bidet, which yeah. is what we've got. Or it is. a wet wipe. Oh, yeah. yeah, a big wet towel. You care about no one else. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie says there's a reason us ladies don't have skid marks in our undies. <laughs> Steph's you, got a good point. You roll it on your hands seven times. Yeah, she's got a good point. Oh, man. Does anyone limit the amount of toilet paper that they're allowed to use at home? I hope not. Because that was a thing growing up. They're like, stop using so much toilet paper. Yeah. And they want us to only use like four squares. Like you our, count off the squares? Our yeah. school, our, my elementary school sent out a notice about that. Of how many squares to use? Yeah. 
Mm. Did they I think even parents get, were mad. Did they even get squares anymore? There's just that that long. Oh, maybe it's just a long roll. A yeah. long roll. Because mm. when there's squares, there was some softness. I feel like when it's a square. Yeah, a square means better quality. I think. I feel I, like I think the stuff here you just rip it. It's yeah. just it's not squared. Mm-hmm. On this I, roll or in our no, building? No, on oh, this right. roll it's Charmin. On in this building it's just it's there's no. Oh, no square. We got we got some rolls now. Yeah, but it's just, you rip it, it's not squared off. Hmm. I don't remember. I'm pretty positive it is. Because they're separate rolls. Like little separate rolls. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a while. Unless they changed it. Well, yeah, because you guys don't use toilet paper all the time. What? Well, you don't leave oh, that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not like, wiping what kind your... of filthy animals are yeah. in this building? Well, like, I'm in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I take care of this at home. Sales call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no time to wipe. <laughs> I mean, bidets around here. All right, off to BC we go to where their only maximum security prison is last month, where off- officers seized a drone. And they're saying that drones being flown into flown into prisons is becoming more and more popular. Because they're dropping drugs, right? They're dropping drugs, yeah. yes. Uh, officers were able to collect the drone along with a ceramic-edged weapon, two mini cell phones. Oh, yeah, burners. Burners, like little guys, too. Yeah. They came with chargers, so of course you can charge them oh, up. Yeah. A full-sized cell phone, hmm. four SIM cards, more chargers, 200 tablets of steroids, 50 tablets of estrogen reducer, huh? 108 grams of amphetamines, 61 grams of THC concentrate, and 29 grams of heroin. This is not one drone load, is it? Yeah, I think it's one drone That's load. That's one drone load? Yeah, I think that was one load. Damn. Because they said they only got one uh, one drone this time. $86,000 worth of contraband. Holy crap. And one drone. Uh, when they fly the drone over, is it? are you forfeiting the drone too? Yes, I think so. Or do the drones uh, that they're using have like a dropping feature? Like are you they control a little hook. Parachuting their cargo. Yeah. Thing. Like you fly over and then you push a button. Beep. And it's like. It drops it. Every and single then the time. Like, every off. single news story that they highlight, they've got the drone. Mm. Mind you, if you're, if you're carrying $86,000 worth of cargo yeah what's a 500 dollars drone yeah i think the drone gets Just dropped sacrifice the drone. well i think if, if your drone's dropping that drone's a lot more than 500 Could my be. drone was seven and it ain't dropping because i think the drone lands mm. and then they the scurry out. out yeah they grab they grab the drone they fight everyone for it they grab the drone and then they run in oh yeah, because if they... If I'd they be like, hover- take the package, leave the drone. I don't think there's time to like undo the <laughs> ribbon that is tied to yeah, the drone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they're grabbing the drone and uh, running. Because mm. if they hover in and parachute down their cargo, mm. a guard's going to see that. You oh, think yeah. they would shoot oh, it down? They're looking for parachutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to shoot That's that job down. job one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also say that drones are very popular in Quebec as well. And the most drone action that they've seen in prisons across Canada has been in British Columbia. Hmm. They Cell want phones the goods. are big too. Mm-hmm. They want their goods. Uh, and yes, every single time they've left the drone. Oh, okay. So yeah, drone lands. I think guys run out. They get it. Yeah, leave the drone laying there. And then they they take the drone back to their cells. Well, I don't know what you would do out. with a drone in jail. There's some downtime. Yeah, I have no idea. But then you're just basically carrying evidence that well, you got you, something shipped in. If you have a drone on display in your cell. Well, I think you destroy it. Yeah. I think you destroy well, you just it. leave get, it in the and, yard. Yeah, and you get rid of it. How do they know who, because this is obviously for one person, this mm-hmm. package, right? Oh, yeah. How do they know once the drone comes in 
Everyone's just in prison, works on the honor system. Like, oh, this is Dave's drone. This is his stuff. I would imagine uh, you do your uh, your one call a day kind of thing, and you're like, okay, drop at two thirty five. And then you just wait in the yard and you see a drone coming over and you fight everyone for it. Yeah, because from what I know from prison movies, mm. which is all I know of prison, is yeah. everyone's in the yard at the same time. Yeah. Uh, or you maybe you have a luxury of slipping out at a certain time. And you can see the drone coming over. Yeah, you see over. the drone coming, you run, grab it, and peace out. Yeah. Uh, right now they're saying that officers are seeing four to five attempted drops per week. Wow. They say the drones that are being used are getting cheaper and cheaper. Mm-hmm. So they're not big, expensive drones. Oh, yeah. Weapons are getting in, and they say that they've even seen a drone uh, hovering over a handgun. I was just going to say, I wonder if anyone has done that. That's not good. Yeah, Yeah, up it goes. Just this handgun teetering on a rope. You know what's funny, though, is they can't find the guys who are working the drone. Well, because you can fly a drone, like, kilometers away. Kilometers? Yeah. My drone, I can fly two kilometers away. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can just set a GPS for it, too, and just let it take off and do its own thing. So someone might be parked two kilometers away. You set a map that it flies over the, dro- over the uh, prison to the drop spot. Boom. Hit start and leave. It'll do its thing. Because you're not getting your drone back, so who cares? You don't yeah. need to stick around. The union is now calling on the CSE to fast-track pilot anti-drone projects. They want jammers and trackers around the prisons. Mm. A drone jammer? Do you think that they would um, shoot them down? Um, I don't know if they would in Canada, but down in the States, you see a drone? Yeah, you fire that guy. Get huh? that drone out of here! It's like oh, skeet shooting. I, oh, I think they're like using shotguns on those drones. <laughs> Use a buckshot <laughs> on it. Blowing them oh, up? Guaranteed to hit the drone. Yeah. Yeah, huh. in Canada, I'm going to say they don't shoot them down. Four to five attempts a week. Yeah. Well, that's pretty crazy. Our prisons here, they must, uh, people must attempt to fly drones in, no? This one's just on British Columbia and huh. Quebec. Huh. They're saying that those are the two provinces where it's used the most. Maybe we, we're, uh, we have some uh, jail peeps, some incarcerated people listening. I think if drones were going into the Edmonton uh, jail, I'd have news on it. You think? Text us on the burner phones that got dropped. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you work in the prison, uh, we have some yeah, peeps listening there too. Uh, have you had a drone fly over to do a drop? I'll bet you it happens all the time. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Maybe we're more uh, tunnel people. Like digging? Yeah, we're mole men. Mm, we just keep we're it underground. we in Alberta. Yeah, yeah. That's possible. No fancy drones. Mm-hmm. This story here, um, we actually got a message about this. Do you guys remember... Um, when Ginge uh, said on the radio that in order to get like, um, oh, no. oh god, oh god, what did he? Oh, no, god. we got a few messages. It was a long Roll time ago. No. <laughs> we need to rehash it's everything. Nothing bad. It's nothing the day bad. Ginge got fired. No, 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 it's nothing bad. Uh, no, the day when Ginge admitted that his babysitter used to blow cigarette smoke in his ears. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. Help me, Eric's. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, if if you don't remember it, just super quickly. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, smoking. I think it was smoking. Might have just been. Yeah. I might have just been smoking. Yeah. And sales. Ginger's babysitter used to blow a, a, a take a drag of a cigarette yeah. and then blow smoke into his ear directly into my tiny little six year old cranium. <laughs> what for again? For my uh, like earaches. Like I had an earache. It was supposed to help with earaches. Uh-huh. The cigarette smoke. Huh. And like the thought behind it was. I don't know. I don't know the science. Yeah, yeah. Like kill bacteria or something. Did it work? I feel like maybe, huh? Did she? Or put I want to stop telling her. Did she put her lips right to your lobe and it'd be, go? It'd be close. <sighs> I remember it was like the maybe like the warm air was a little soothing. I remember not hating it. Yeah. Huh. 
Huh. Getting your little nicotine fix. Yeah. Through your ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blowing it right into your ear. Would she blow both your ears? Or just uh, the one that had the, the problem? She just did the one that had the problem. Concentrate yeah. on the one. What if you had sniffles? <laughs> right up the nose. Right up the nose. <laughs> That cigarette smoke right up there. Yeah. Well, someone was listening to our podcast, which, by the way, if you do miss a crash from our show, uh, there is a podcast. You can go over and check it out. Full show, baby. Full show. Listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, and someone said that they were listening to that uh, episode when they heard, they had a memory. And they say, Ginge, it's worse than the cigarette smoke. And here's what they said. They said, hey, guys, let Ginge know that my German family believed that in order to get rid of an ear infection, you'd have a one person pee in a cup. Then you'd put a cotton ball in the pee and then put the cotton ball in your ear. No. Oh, oh my God. Didn't matter the pee? Oh. Uh, I think it was the person who had the ear infection. Oh, it was their urine. It was their urine. So does it's your it, own urine. Does it have to be German urine? I, she said her family was German, so if you have the ear infection, yeah. you pee into a cup, and then a cotton ball goes in that urine, and then they would put that urine in your ear. That's oh. gross. So it could have been worse. I have never heard about, ever. Have you Do, guys ever heard that? No. Because we outs- put too many things in our ears. <laughs> Outside of jellyfish stings, are we are we pissing on the problem? I, I, I guess in this case. Which I think is a myth, too. Yeah, for... Peeing on jelly jellyfish? Things? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it is. But still, I'll take my chances. Piss on me. So, <laughs> here's what guess, I want. Guess who got stung again? <laughs> Zap. <laughs> so here's what I want to know from you guys. Uh, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Blowing cigarette smoke in your ears as a kid if you had an earache. In this case, um, uh, pea-soaked cotton ball. Mm-hmm. in the ear for an earache. Mm-hmm. Did your family have a really weird remedy? Like, not the typical ones, not like the Vicks on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We all hear about that. But mm-hmm. like the ones that are like borderline unsafe. Yeah, most of them would be, yes. Yeah. Just ridiculous. The ones you've probably stopped doing. Yeah, the yeah. ones you've stopped yeah, the doing. The ones yeah. your parents did. Yeah. I yeah. really hope they yeah. stopped doing. Maybe it was your parents or maybe mm-hmm. it was your grandparents. If you've got a weird remedy you'd like mm-hmm. to share with us, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We were chatting about, um, we, Ginge told the story on the radio a long time ago and someone just got caught up listening to our podcasts where Ginge had said that uh, he had a babysitter that used to blow cigarette smoke into his ear if he had an earache. Yeah. Was she an older lady, younger no, lady? No, she was like a teen. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Are, was, okay. Was That's, this a remedy or was this just yeah, a weird what, teen thing? This is, what's up? <laughs> well, I don't know. She had like, you know... She had like her friends, her coven, she called them. And they had like their, you know, their, yeah. their oh, pots and their pointy hats. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, the smoke, though, and I'm not alone. Uh, I remember when we talked about last time people chimed in, said their mom used to do it too. Yeah, yeah. And again, today on the app, people said it, their, their parents used to do it. And it, it, it felt good. It worked. Maybe just warm air feels nice. I don't Maybe. know if the nicotine and the tobacco actually helped. Does yeah. Rage keep up the tradition? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn. Scream at night, please. <laughs> Please, just one player's light. <laughs> Give it to me. But yeah, did you, did you grow up with a weird old remedy yeah. that when you think about it now is is dumb? It was dangerous. Yeah. Someone texted about diesel. What was the diesel? diesel? If, if you have oh, lice, I saw that. Yeah. you wash mm-hmm. your hair with diesel. I mean, what? It'll kill a box. I, I guess it would, or would it? <laughs> Well, I don't know. People, like I know, I know. Oh. People like to clean things with these, like wash their hands. Like that's bad enough. I don't think you should be pouring it on your scalp. Yeah. Oh, your poor hair. 
Because yeah, now, like, you don't terrible. have lice, but you've got a head you got diesel. diesel. Yeah. <laughs> diesel smell, don't go away. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to chime in. Uh, Marianne, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing this morning? Good. Hi. good. Uh, your grandparents, uh, they had some thoughts on stuff, eh? Yes. Uh, not necessarily dangerous, I guess, but a bit gross for sure. sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and of course, I don't know much about it personally. I wasn't there, but I've been told about it by my parents. So. Yeah. My mom, uh, when she was younger, if they end up with a toothache, my uh, grandparents had chickens and hands and stuff, and they Uh-oh. would take the dried poop and put in the tooth. What? They would put chicken <laughs> between your teeth? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Is yeah, that I just... don't know what the reasoning was behind that, but yeah, apparently it worked. That sounds like it was more or less, they don't want to hear you complaining, so, so if you do want to put in your mouth. <laughs> or they would just fill the tooth because it was abscessed, right? So they Well, just... I think that's what it was. I think it was like they're trying to fill it so then, you know, the air and stuff wasn't getting in there to make the ache. But there's and... a lot of other things than poop. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> when you first heard that, were you like, you did what? I didn't believe them. Yeah. At all. And, but no, then when my mom told me, then when, of course, then my nan told me that it was true, well, you got to believe your nan. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, my God. I, that's the yeah, first I've ever heard about that. Oh, yeah, it's a Newfoundland thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> all right. Okay, thanks for sharing that, yeah, Marianne. Thanks, okay, Marianne. Thanks, okay, take care. Okay, bye. bye. Well, that's a weird remedy. Wow. Yeah. Just like, yeah, we'll get this. <laughs> Yeah, Mars right. I guess it would like work. It would fill in the hole. But like, there's you could use anything else. Anything. Yeah. Then chicken poop. I would rather plaster scene in my teeth than chicken oh, poop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, when I was a kid and sick, my parents would mix Vaseline and Vicks, rub it on my neck, and then safety pin a large sock around my neck. Mm-hmm. Apparently, strangulation and puncture by a safety pin wasn't a big concern while I slept. Mm. Yeah. Well, the sock was to keep the salve. On your, on your neck. So you rub it off? Yeah, you don't want it on the sheets because your sheets are only getting washed once a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's a good point, Crash. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mom would, uh, if we got any sort of head cold, uh, she would boil the most hottest uh, pot of water and we'd have to put our face over it with yeah. a towel. Yeah. Get that steam. Is that still a thing? Is I, that Because that burned my face. Yeah, I still do that. Really? I do um, uh, peppermint or eucalyptus essential oil in it. Oh. Well. It helps with the, the burning and the coughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it was so hot. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it for like, like if I've got really bad allergies. Congestion mm. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, before I was diagnosed with my asthma, I was doing that to help myself breathe and then still couldn't breathe. Oh, that was my problem. If that's just a typical thing. Well, if your mom's holding your head and still, well, yeah, it's my nose burn. is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my nose is like a centimeter from the water. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to this text here. It says, you guys, um, at the cabin, I stepped on glass when I was about seven. Mm. It clicked into my heels so deep. Ugh. My dad held open the gash with his fingers <gasps> and then filled it with black pepper. <gasps> black pepper? I think I passed out with the pain or I've blocked the trauma from my mind because that's where the memory ends. Oh my God. Do you remember when I spread apart your gash? Yeah, I do oh, remember that. Oh. No, I had a glass in there. Yeah. Same thing. I stepped on you it. Crash, want to take a look at it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. That was really yeah. gross, it actually. Was, it was really deep in her gash. And yeah. You filled it, too? Yeah. Yeah, it was really gross. Gash yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I gave it a squeeze, too. You got to work it a bit. No, that's not and true. Then, well, I squeezed it a bit, and you are like, no! no! And then I pulled out the biggest, longest piece of glass. Ugh. It just went straight in. 
I don't really know, like, I don't know how I <laughs> stepped on it, <laughs> but it was in so far in my foot oh. that I couldn't look at it. And I just said to Crash, just get in there and get it. Mm-hmm. So he went into the wound with tweezers and then pulled it out. It just kept coming. But it made like a... Sound you and can you, hear it exit your yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. It was and it looked like like a, like in Hollywood where you have like the strings. Oh, it was really oh. it was it, it was bad. I swore. It was so nasty. It was really nasty. Yeah, I pulled it down, it was like Yeah. <laughs> and then it was full like and then it bled everywhere. Was lots right. of blood. And lots then it was just like the relief that I didn't have that glass that just went right into my heel. Oh. We did not fill it with black pepper. Thank goodness. Should have, maybe. Maybe Gross. it helped. Yeah. Uh Megan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, your in-laws have a wild migraine remedy, right? Yeah, they snort a half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. I used to suffer migraines. They kept trying to get me to do it, and I'm like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. So they snort the cayenne pepper, and, and does like the burning of that just dis- distract you from your migraine? That's what I'm assuming. They just said it works great, and they swear by it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to fry my brain, but okay. Right? Like, is this a flashback from their party time in the 70s? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're older, so. Yeah, yeah, they're like, this is the cheap option now. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even imagine what snorting cayenne pepper would do to you. God. Yeah, no, I haven't tried it, so. Yeah, please don't. Please do not do that. My goodness. Yeah, but they swear by it. What a thing. Yeah, crazy. Okay, thanks, Megan. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. I feel like, like you know, like the cinnamon challenge or the Tide Pod challenge. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, how yeah. we're like, oh, young people doing such stupid things. Listen to the stupid things old people are doing. Yeah. 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 It's genetic. Yeah, right? <laughs> I learned it from you, Mom. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Snorting cayenne pepper. Could you imagine? No. And like when the Tide Pod was a thing, you weren't making other people do it. You're doing <laughs> yeah. your own volition. Like this is adults shoving cayenne yeah, pepper. Yeah, they're recommending it. You Stab should it. do this. Stab it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Richard, what's your story here? My father used to give us the torturous treatment of a mustard plaster. What's a mustard plaster? Oh, and what is it treating? What is it for? It's for a chest cold or we dared sniffles or a cough or something. Okay. Okay. He would put a piece of brown paper, like parchment paper on our chest. Yeah. And then mustard powder, what? a paste. Yeah. And then cover it with a towel. Oh my and God! Was, oh, burn, burn like a bugger. I mean, and, and but that was it. It was yeah. It was, it was a mustard plaster. Cause yeah, I the mustard plaster. Red for days after that. Yeah, cause oh it would gosh. just yeah, it would have such a pungent like burn like oh. sensation to it, right? Like beyond Vicks. Oh yeah, beyond beyond Vicks. It was oh. it. I guess it was it was torturous for sure. Yeah. Did it work? Uh. <laughs> that's yeah, a no. that's a no. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What a time! Okay, oh. thanks for sharing that, Richard. Crazy, thanks, Rich. You're right. Okay, bye bye. I'm I'm guessing the price of the mustard powder was way cheaper than a Vicks. Probably. It sounds horrendous. It does. People are saying that it will cause third degree burns. Well, yeah, he like said he, yeah, he burned. Yeah. Ooh. Terrible. Did the Did our parents know that these were all awful? and They just didn't want us to bother them, so they just. They'd fix us Torture once, us? yeah, really painfully, yeah, knowing that we wouldn't come back with another injury. I wonder, yeah, because you you know what they're gonna do, so you're like, I don't want that. Someone texted, it's not like a homemade remedy, but it's like I don't know if we do it anymore. Remember hydrogen peroxide? Yeah. Oh yeah, on everything. And your parents would dump it on everything. Yeah, every sort of open wound. You'd come back in from riding your bike with your knee banged up. Just and tell your mom, she's like, come here. Yeah, and she dumped that on there. It would start 
fizzing. fizzing. Yeah, and then yeah. she's blowing it to cool it. And if it. the fizzing, if it's fizzing, that means good. And then send you back out. But we don't, we don't, I don't even know if we have hydrogen peroxide in yeah, our house. Yeah, you actually shouldn't do it because the hydrogen peroxide kills the skin cells. Yeah, it damages it. It damages the and wound. Prevents, even further. prevents healing and causes yeah. more right. scarring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they dumped it on like holy water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Get yeah. some peroxide on. Oh that. yeah. And like we had big jugs. So not only did <laughs> so it did not, did not help anything, it hurt like a goddamn dude. Yeah. 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 You know how painful that was. <laughs> yeah, it was super painful. Yeah, there was three of us kids, so we had jugs of hydrogen peroxide. That's why sometimes you just let it bleed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm not going in the house. Yeah. Yeah. People are saying they still use it. Don't use it. Oh, it's, Google it's not, it. Good, it's for not you. good for you. No. It will leave scarring and it kills. It delays healing. It's not. It's not good. What I do go overboard with though is poly. Yeah. Oh, oh my dress. God. I have so many. Every room of the house has a tube of Polly. Mm-hmm. Everything we po- yeah. Polly is everything. I get a little nick on me. Polly. Yeah. Mars yeah. has an ailment. Put Polly on it. Helps with the healing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And like Crash will do this. Like, well, I'll be like, oh man, like I, I had like a really bad paper cut right here. Mm-hmm. And it was really bugging me. And I was like, oh man, that's a. It was right on the side of my hand. Yeah. And so I said to Crash, I'm like, is that a sliver or a paper cut? And he looked at it. He's like, I don't know. It looks like a paper cut. And then out of nowhere, he's like, put some Polly on it. <laughs> And I, was like, oh. I don't know, but I got the answer. Yeah. I have one in my back pocket. And then now I now I was walking around, no band-aid, yeah. and just poly no, all no. over. You don't need a band-aid on, just put some poly on it's there. It's funny too, poly, your skin doesn't absorb it. No. no. So you're just mushing it on until yeah. just a greasy you slick. Spread it around, yeah. Well, you yeah. always put way too much, like you put oh, that big yeah, yeah, dollop, so I'm like, well, what else needs poly? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're bound to have other so cuts much. on you. Either open wounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It works, though. It I, did. I feel, I feel like it does, I, Look too. at it, it's healed. Yeah, right. It healed yeah, I can't up. even tell. Yeah, it healed up over the no weekend. Scarring. Yeah, within so. a day, you stop complaining about it. Healed yeah. up. Bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. Some poly on it. Yeah, I want to buy some stocks and a poly. <laughs> Poly's ah, good for you guys. Just, you're the only one who's buying all of the well, poly. I don't think so. Anyone else using poly? Yeah, we've got it at our house. Perfect. But yeah. do you use it, like, on everything? Uh, it mostly gets used on the dogs. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not you. Nah, I don't get cut very often. Oh, the dogs okay. are roughhousing and playing. Ah, good point. Just a little swipe of poly here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, keep some in your in your band aid box. Anytime you put in a band aid, put a little poly under there. You gotta, uh, you gotta have that. He snuck a poly in my makeup kit. <laughs> I opened it up and there was a poly in there. I'm like, what do I need this? Yeah, a little note for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking of you. How romantic. <laughs> so much poly spawn. It's everywhere. Stay healthy. We have tubes everywhere. It's crazy. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. This is a crazy report according to Canada's Civil Aviation Daily Occurrence Reporting System, also known as CADORS. Two separate planes, one military and one commercial, both reported seeing the same UFO. And this just happened, guys, on July the 30th. Do you have their recording talking about it? I don't have their... Ah. Hang on a second. No, that's an ad. Never mind. Mm. But they do, both the commercial and the military plane described it as a bright green flying object that flew into a cloud and then disappeared. The green UFO sightings took place on the Atlantic coast, right over the Gulf of St. Lawrence, between Quebec and Newfoundland. The Canadian military plane was flying from a base in Ontario to Germany as part of a mission to bring at-risk Afghan personnel to Canada. The KLM Royal Dutch Airline flight was traveling from Boston to Amsterdam and was in our airspace when they saw the exact same UFO. Like when these uh, pilots see these objects up there uh, and they report back to the base, when they, I don't know if it's just uh, what you see in the movies, but they have that big circular radar thing that everyone's looking at. 
with the line that goes around in a circle. And it's like, beep. Yeah, beep. it's like radar. Yeah. 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 And it shows the airplanes and stuff coming in. Yeah. Do they see a random object appear and then disappear? Or is it just up there in the planes? Well, I don't know. Like you, I'm going to say they would, see it, Crash. Why wouldn't they see it? Right? You would think that the uh, little object should show up. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're wondering what did the planes do, well, the commercial flight obviously had passengers on it, so it just continued on course. The military plane, however, mm-hmm. was like, what the hell was that? Actually climbed to 1,000 feet in altitude at the time of the sighting, and it's speculated right now that they were either trying to avoid the object mm. or they were going to get it. Damn. But they like, won't, we're on you. We're but, on to you. But they won't comment any further on what the military plane was doing. Did they roll out picks? No. Oh, my God. This is like Bigfoot style. Like, come on. Well, they Get do, some like, good pictures. But I think if you're flying a plane... Well, it's autopilot. You probably, I, I agree, it probably is autopilot. But you don't think about grabbing your phone, do you? Well, that's what everyone does. You see something shocking, you grab your phone, and you take a picture. But I think it was fast. Mm. Like, I don't oh, think... like a quick blip. Yeah, I don't think it was just, like, floating in the sky, and everyone's like, what's that? I think it was... Yeah. I think it was a bright green object that you were like, what's that? And then it went, <laughs> zoom. Oh. And it was up into the clouds, and then it disappeared. Hmm. So... Although this says, if we have technology to hide from radar, I bet the aliens do as well. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, they're way smarter than So maybe those little, uh, little glowing uh, blips wouldn't show up on that but radar. Maybe it would not. Now, the airplanes also are trying to say, well, it could have been a weather balloon or a meteor mm-hmm. or a rocket or like what I say, it was a UFO. But now I guess we will never know except for the fact that two planes have come forward to say they saw the same thing. Back in July. I'm pretty sure uh, we were hanging with the uh, neighbor over the weekend. I'm pretty sure I saw a low-hang-in, uh, low-flying weather balloon. Yeah, I think but, we did see a low-flying weather balloon. Yeah, sun, we did. Yeah, it must have just rotated and the sun just caught it for like a split second because I saw a big glow, uh, like a big shining thing in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then it disappeared. Yeah, like, I think that... Was that a plane turning? I'm like, no, nope, there's that no was plane. A, it was a weather balloon. Or alien. Or a UFO. But I guess it happened so quick, I didn't have a chance to grab my phone. Yeah, Right? So there you <sighs> go. Uh, someone has a little bit of insight to your radar screen. Because, mm-hmm. Crash, like you were picturing the circles with the thing that goes yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. They said the current ATC, I'm guessing that's the radar, mm-hmm. isn't crazy like how you think. It's actually square LED screens with all of the planes lit up. Oh. That's it? Yeah, that's it. There's no big round thing? No, there's no big round. With that line that keeps going around like and around. Like every U.S. versus the Soviet Union oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've ever watched. And they're like, yeah. oh no, they're coming in. <laughs> oh, there's another one. No, no. Oh. So they wouldn't have seen it. Okay. It's kind of wild. It's kind of crazy, actually. I want to tour a, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, a flight deck? No, that's not. No, that's you want to go to the. You want to go to the tower. I want to go in the tower. I want to check that tower. Out. I want to check it out too. Yeah, and what's the top of the tower called? That's your that flight control? airline control. Airline control. What are those guys Master called? Master control. No, come on. We've we have some uh, pilots in the the air traffic control. Air station? traffic control. That's it. Thank you, Haley. I think that's it. That <laughs> sounds, the that only sounds one about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like to go up there too. I yeah, see I think that'd be really like. neat. And or though I, although it sounds like I'd be thoroughly disappointed if it's just a square mm. box with a bunch of LEDs. If you work in air traffic control, control tower. Thank you, control tower. Is your like, is your job boring or is it interesting? In all honesty. Like, I'm, I'm guessing you want it to be a boring day. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want well, drama, yeah, you, don't want you know. But do you just, like, sit there and watch stuff? 
No, because I think you're directing. You're like, oh, right. And flight A72, you're clear Clear for landing. And then you're like, oh, God, uh, flight 725 WestJet stops. <laughs> Get away from the airport. Like, yeah, like, are you du- you're directing everything? I guess you would be. Yeah, you totally would be. Huh. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I would imagine it's a pretty busy job. I don't know about, uh, like, our airport, per se. Oh, but I like think a- our airport gets pretty busy, like, as sans COVID. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty busy. Where, what airport were we at where the sky was just lit that up? Was Chicago. Chicago. O'Hare. Yeah. Holy crap. We were in our hotel at the airport hotel looking out the window. I'm like, wow. It was just like a starry night. There were so many planes coming in. Yeah. Hmm. Like, imagine, is that one person doing all that? No, I think there's <laughs> I think there's a lot of people, I would imagine. Like, that would be an exhausting job. Some people are saying that it would be, that it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, you're calling the shots on planes landing. Yeah. I, I don't want that. Huh. I'm worried about if a song doesn't play. <laughs> Huh. Oh, yeah, people are saying it's super stressful. Someone said, go to ATC Live and listen to the guys talking. They sound stressed out. No. ATC Live. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Air traffic control? Yeah. You can listen to them? Can you? Okay. I feel like we shouldn't be able to. Right? Uh, you got to get some apps. Huh. Hmm. Well, Crash will be getting apps later on today, then, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'll find some apps. Oh, no, you can listen in a browser here. Do you want to... No, I don't think we should broadcast. Can you rebroadcast it? You uh, might get in trouble. I wouldn't do it. There's nothing happening. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do it. Well, I don't think it's if it's out there, it's out there. I don't know. <laughs> no one's listening directing it, flights <laughs> off this. No, it feels like it feels like it's information we should not know about. Why? I don't know, it just does. Like you was it like when I was listening to the um the police scanner? You felt you felt weird about yeah, that. Yeah, I felt weird about that too. Mm-hmm. The average career for an air traffic controller is seven years. It's one of the most stressful jobs in the world. Holy crap! Holy cow! I mean, at the seven-year mark, you're just done. Yeah, you don't want to hear about. So, it. if you're in air traffic control, mm-hmm. do you hear the pilot saying like, "I think we've just seen a UFO"? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've played uh, recordings like that, where they're like, "Um, we're uh, seeing an uh, unidentified object." Hmm. That's wild. Yeah, I'm just hearing static on uh, my feeds here. When it pops in, it's just all static. I don't think you're supposed to be hearing it. Hmm. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I can hear. Yeah, it's just static. And yeah, no one's talking. I don't like listening in on stuff. Why? I don't know. It makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah, it does. I don't like that. Like you feel like you're a bit of a voyeur. It's not the voyeur part. That I just. I don't know. I just feel like. No, I don't think you should be broadcasting it. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. That's the same thing with the police scanners, though, because I know that for a while there, you could there was a whole ton of apps. Yeah, and you could. Uh, yeah. yeah, you hear uh, like EPS talking about stuff downtown. I didn't like it. Why? It was fun. I spent a good hour drinking some wine, listening to the police scanner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. Is that an old man thing to do know. or what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. Oh yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of uh, air traffic control nerds who are telling you what you should be really listening into oh okay tune into edmonton tower more activity on the ground yeah all right i'll okay. give that to google later we'll, we'll have a look at that tune into oh lax tower that would be a busy one mm, would it ever mm-hmm. oh yeah all right my ladies for those of you who pee in the shower um you might want to stop a doctor who specializes in pelvic floor muscles is going viral all because she said to women don't pee in the shower you guys don't do it. Now, for men, go for it. Yeah. For ladies, 
No, and here's why. She specializes in physical therapy for pelvic floor muscles. That's the ones that keep your pee from coming out accidentally. Mm -hmm. And she says peeing in the shower could eventually lead to leakage. Is that because... There's like no force. Like it's just like whatever is happening, happening. Well, basically, women's bodies aren't designed to pee standing up, and doing oh. it too much trains your pelvic floor muscles to let you do it, mm. which you don't want, especially as you get older. So what I'm gathering is you can still pee in the shower. You just got squat. Yes. Oh, squat down. You got to squat. <laughs> what about uh, like people that use the shiwi? That's yeah, that's bad. bad. That's bad, bad for you, for you. too. Mm. I mean, the shiwi isn't something though that you use. Like, on the norm? I bet you it's convenient. On the reg? Imagine being a lady and able to walk up to your urinal. No. Well, Haley loves it. Mars does not. Urinals are disgusting. Oh, sure. Let's say a clean urinal. I just don't want to. I just don't want to sit down. I don't want to put my butt on a (laughs) nasty seat. Because toilet seats can get very nasty. See, I've I've started to look at it the other way. It's Mm -hmm. time for me to rest. (laughs) (laughs) That's your time to rest is sit on the toilet? (laughs) Yeah, just to go and Jeez. have a seat. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just two minutes. Just a nice little sit down just there. a nice little sit down, get off my heels. Two minutes, one hour, doesn't you matter. You know, bring my phone, mm-hmm. whatever. A book, play games. a game. So does this mean that guys can pee in the shower and not worry about it? Well, yes and no. Obviously, men pee standing up most of the time, but even for guys, there's a reason not to do it in the shower. And this is what this doctor says. She says it trains your body to associate peeing with running water. And apparently for men, if you guys start to hear running water, you'll just pee. Hmm. Your brain will start thinking that running water means it's time to go. So you might start feeling the urge to pee. And apparently if you're an older dude, you might just like pee. I could. So if I'm an older dude and I hear water, I could just wet myself. Yeah, you could just start wetting no, yourself. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can hold it. Yeah. I hope. Oh, God. No, not if you're peeing in the shower. Oh, what if I'm a peeing old man? <laughs> That'd be great. Well, that's what it's going to be. No, I don't want it to be. Yeah, it's what it's going to be. Hmm. Are guys supposed to sit down and pee then? Uh, no, you're or not. standing no, you're is just, okay for You're dudes. just supposed to not associate the sound of running water mm-hmm. with peeing. Mm. So if you're peeing in the shower, as dudes, your brain gets triggered now when you hear, like, let's say, a glass of water being filled up. Yeah. Or if you wash your hands, you might so feel the urge to I'm go. If I'm sitting on the couch, you fire up the tap in the kitchen, yeah. I just wet myself. You might wet your pants. Oh, yeah. life. Yes, I'm sorry. That's <sighs> that's something to look forward to, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, this text here. What is this? It says, every time he's in the shower. Oh, I need to tell my boyfriend this because he's notorious for peeing in the shower and it makes me so mad. As soon as he hears water running, he associates it with having to go pee, including when I do the dishes. Because he's been peeing in the shower for so long. he's been peeing so in the shower. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't, people find peeing in the shower nasty. It all goes down the drain. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's not like you're... Uh, peeing all over the walls. No, well, yeah. I but mean, you, some dudes might. You, who knows? Who would do that? That's a filthy animal. You don't just like, well, like I don't a know. garden hose going wild. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the drain is there. Point to the drain. Crash, you don't know that. Some might. No, I don't think anyone's getting wild in there. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, uh, I'm a dude. At work, when I have to fill out, when I have to fill out my big diesel truck, mm-hmm. I always have to pee just from the sound of the diesel. No. Because you can hear it like... Whoosh, yeah, hitting the tank and you're like... Whoosh, 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 and you're like, oh God, I gotta pee. You're like, oh my God. Oh, go to the flying J. Yeah, go get in there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh my God. And other women are yelling that we should not be messing with our pelvic floor. Yeah, support that pelvic floor. 
Yeah. Can you, um, like, uh, do exercises yeah, and whatever? Yeah, those yeah. are Kegels. The Kegels, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what it is, right. Do you do Kegels, Haley? Sometimes. Just for fun. Do you know like how it, to do a Kegel? Yeah, I can just, like, I'm doing them right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Direct eye contact. Yeah. That is so I'm weird. doing them right now. Right now. <laughs> Guys, they're both yeah. looking at me. What do I do? <laughs> Yeah. That's uh, that makes me feel. Is Haley still looking at you? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, I'm looking everyone's, at you too. Just a squeeze in away. Yeah, Haley, are you doing Kegels? Yeah, oh me god. too. No oh problem. People watching now TV too are probably like, oh my god, I they're doing Kegels. Haley and I can move the insides of our body. Uh huh. I can I can move. No, you I, can clench your butt cheeks. That's what, <laughs> that's what, I can see it. Yeah. I know that face. Yeah, this is my face clenching butt cheeks. Yeah, that's not that. <laughs> Everybody can clench their butt cheeks. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. What about uh, <laughs> the front side, the the bits? You can move. Uh, you can move the bits. You can move your bits. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are oh. you moving them right now? I am. Weird. Uh, I didn't know weird? they moved. They moved. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, mine seems very inappropriate. <laughs> it does. It does. Right. But like yet, Haley and I are sitting here yeah, doing Kegels. You guys are doing Kegels and whatever. It's weird with the eye contact, but <laughs> it just feels way worse with me moving my bits it. on the front side. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. oh, that's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's probably good if guys do that, too, then. No? Yeah, I mean, maybe it might be. I don't know. Is there any uh, scientific evidence of that being of beneficial? Of guys doing, like, a Kegel? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's just, like, creating... You're just, like... Uh, trying to move muscle in that area, right? Yeah. That's mm -hmm. all you're doing. Yeah, you're right. You're just moving. Yeah, you're moving the muscle. You're training yeah. the muscle it's in like that you, area. Yeah. yeah, you can move the bees. Huh. That's probably good. <laughs> People have a thousand questions now for Crash. They want to know if you're squeezing your butt cheeks to move your bits. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Because butt cheeks do move. <laughs> butt cheeks are moving. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, my that's goodness. Really good. <laughs> All right. The Alberta Electric System Operator, or ASO, predicts that thousands of electric vehicles are going to be hitting the streets and the highways of our province over the next two decades as people switch from gas to battery-powered vehicles. And ASO, which manages and operates the province's power grid, recently said... Uh-oh. Well, yeah. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. uh the peak demand on energy system is going to put a strain, all because we're going to be charging our EVs at the same time. As a matter of fact, they say that if they all the EVs, uh, they, they assume that there's probably going to be about 200,000 on the road oh, yeah. within a matter of time, that if we all plugged in at the same time, it would amount to the same amount of power to power two cities the size of Calgary. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Damn. So they are looking right now at where electricity demand is going to go over the next 20 years in the province of Alberta and, of course, what is driving it. I'm shocked that uh, like uh, tons of these uh, tall buildings that we have like downtown don't have solar panels on the roof. Slap oh, up those yeah, solar panels. so much sunshine. Yeah. Harness yeah. that power and throw it in batteries. Yeah, I drive, a, I drive an electric car. And um, I, uh, I, I power up or mm -hmm. I fill up, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some like supercharging stations. There's one over at Southgate. Mm -hmm. uh, and now uh, there's one in the West End. Yeah, the new Tesla dealership. Because the de Tesla service center. Rather. Yeah, they opened up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they opened up with their, they got their showroom and, and they have a, a charging station there. I, I haven't done it yet, but Crash took my car to Red Deer. <sighs> yeah. 
and they have a supercharging station there. And oh. you, you guys, the sound. That one is like a super, super, supercharger. Because it how fast wild. How fast did it, did it charge the car? Uh, within like 10 minutes. So you went oh. from like 100 kilometers left. Yeah, to fully charge. 500. To 500 kilometers in how, how long? It was like 10. It was enough time for me to park it. I walked over. I walked across the street, went to McDonald's, grabbed a coffee, and then came back. And it's like charge complete. So it was like 10, let's go 10, 15 minutes max. Holy moly, that's quick. But the crazy thing is like when I plugged it in, because I'm used to the sound of the charger at like Southgate. That's so cool. And you hear like the, the car like hum a little bit. It's like uh, Southgate, it'll be like ka-chunk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, as it powers I, up. I plug sure. it in at Red Deer. I don't know how much power is flying into that thing. <laughs> I plug it in. It's like ka-chunk. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! I'm like, oh no, am I breaking the car? <laughs> and you like can hear like the battery packs, like clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll go get my coffee now. I come <laughs> back, it's fully it. charged. I'm like, great. I guess oh. it worked. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was so quick. I couldn't believe it. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. But there's tons of uh, other charging yeah. stations just around town, too. If you park at IKEA, you can get free charging. Mac. Oh, did they remove the ones at IKEA? Why would they remove them? I think I was. No. It's Ikea. Uh, it they're is all Ikea. about the, they're yeah. trying to be about the environment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, uh, hey, Mars, did you know you can go to the Capilano Library and the library at Millennium Place in Sherwood Park? They've got charging stations for your car, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of chargers cool. and stuff popping up. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, people want to know, how much did that cost crash? Uh, I think the Red it, Deer? Uh, I think it was like $7. 7 bucks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I charged at Southgate the other day. And I was low. I mm-hmm. I think I was. I only had uh, I only had like seventy kilometers left yeah. on the car, and I put it to about four hundred kilometers. And I think it was thirteen dollars, mm. fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I paid. Yeah, it's fine. Hmm. And it literally gives you time to go get a coffee. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. It kind of does. But yeah, that. Um, that uh, uh, charging station in Red Deer is cool. Yeah. Was We've, it busy? Uh, no. It wasn't hanging. No, there was it one other be. car. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, there was one other car there. Red Deer, though, has a bunch of options for charging, right? There's a couple banks of superchargers throughout Red Deer. Yeah, there is. Yeah, you're the right. Shell has uh, chargers as well. Oh, yeah, there's tons of charging there. So if you're heading to Calgary, it's all good. Yeah. We put a 240 in uh, plug at home. So that's easy charging at home, too. Yeah, that yeah, that is easy charge. And again, you pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, your electricity bill does go up, but mm-hmm. the amount of money we've saved. On oh gas. my god, thousands of dollars in gas. I could not believe it. Oh. Every time we drive by a gas station, I'm like, whew. I'm so, all right. I'm so glad I have a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The power bill, yeah, the power bill went up at our place, but not a crazy amount. Oh, way less than gas. Yeah. Way less. Well, and we don't drive your truck anymore. No. I only because, use the truck if I need to. Because it was so expensive to fill. Yeah. When I was driving my Jeep Renegade, it was like your Kia, Haley. I think like to fill my tank, it was only like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 40, 50 bucks. 40 to 50 oh. if it's... But like when we were at the cabin, like that's... We're filling it every couple days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it adds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, when it... When do you laugh at <laughs> that? Sucks. So Mars saved money on charging. I did. But how much did she spend on shoes at Southgate? Well, that's the problem, Southgate. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they they're know doing. They know what they're doing. Because I plug her in, I'm like, oh, okay, this will take, you know, mm-hmm. especially if I'm really low. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, this will take about, you know, 20 minutes. I'll just pop her into Southgate. Oh, yeah. Standing there at Zara. Come out with a bunch of bags. Yeah. A couple hundred dollars later. You're like, damn, charging. <laughs> <That's> stupid. <laughs> oh, 
awesome. <laughs> Same thing at Ikea. I'm like, oh, I'll just charge at Ikea. Yeah, right. $400 later. I'm like, no. Ugh. Yeah, That's you're right. Get Costco needs to get in on this. Yeah, you're right. Costco oh. charging. Oh, no. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh, I'll plug in and I'll go peruse Costco. They know they're getting their money. Yeah, they should get in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, our federal government has said it also wants all new car sales by 2035 to be zero emission vehicles. That could mean that ASO's extreme EV projection actually might be super close to reality. So 2035 is the goal that Canada has set for itself. You do see uh, uh, a hearty amount of them on the road now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's starting. Yeah, I know. I drove by. uh, There was a couple of uh, Teslas that ripped by me yesterday. You chase them? No, but I was like... You're like, let's see who's faster. Oh, they were fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, off they go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look good, though. Brand new cars. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, gorgeous. A woman on Facebook uh, recently went viral and said that her husband complained that she packed too much for trips. Mm-hmm. And she wanted people to know uh, what was acceptable for seven days away. So you're going away for seven days. Yeah. Here's what she packed. Are you ready? Seven tops, seven t-shirts, seven pairs of pants, seven shorts. That sounds right, but you don't, right. you don't need any of that. Ten socks, 14 pairs of underwear. Well, where are you going? Uh, where did she say she was going? If you're tropical, then you don't need socks. It was somewhere warm. You need, uh, if you're going somewhere warm, you need hmm. two pairs of socks. The pair that you're wearing on the airplane going there. And the pair you wear And then the pair that you wear on the plane coming back. You're right, because you're barefoot the whole time. I don't like cold feet on a plane. Yeah. I don't like having bare feet on hotel floors, so I bring socks. Oh, really? You get slippers. Mm, I don't want to put my feet in there. No, they're they're fresh new hotel slippers. But if you're somewhere tropical, there could be a little buddy hanging out in your shoes. Oh. Oh, you're worried about that? I'm worried about that. Bah. Oh. Don't worry about it, Haley. Just no. get flip-flops. So you're going to bring socks every day? No, just to wear in the hotel room. Mm, just hotel socks? Yeah. Okay. okay. Three swimming suits, a shower towel, a swim towel, a beach towel. Wow. She also packed a coat, four hoodies, <laughs> shoes, sandals, flip-flop, toiletries, and more. I don't want to be caught in the same thing twice. She also admitted <laughs> that she prepares for all kinds of weather regardless of where she's going. Mm-hmm. You don't need five pairs of pajamas. No. No. God, no. Just sleep in the nude. You'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. And you don't need to bring towels. No, not at all. Unless, and if you're, if you're going to a resort, yeah, don't do not bring you your own towels. Bring towels. Forget that. Uh, like if you're uh, hitting up the uh, dinner places, like Maybe bring two outfits of like decent clothing, mm-hmm. like a button-up shirt for dudes and whatever you want to wear, ladies. That looks good. How many like you don't of, need much. How many pairs of underwear do you bring? Yeah, like four. On a seven-day trip. Yeah. Oh my no. Well, I'm not wearing. I don't. I'll I'll just put on my swim trunks and go all day wearing. Yeah, that. you're right. You won't wear underwear at night. Yeah. Don't I don't wear, wear underwear at night. You don't. No. Why would I wear underwear at night? Because you're you're not swimming anymore. Yeah, but it's so hot. So hot, Haley. No, I just wear my swim trunks. And usually we would be like drinking by a pool or drinking on the patio. And I, I rolled off the beach into the buffet and then I'm That's sitting true. at a bar. Oh, yeah. you. And, and then I-, I go to bed. I have a shower, go to bed. You and I vacation very differently. <laughs> I'm the same way, though. I don't wear underwear. Oh, yeah. no. I hit a point where I'm done at the beach. I go home. I shower, what? change into clothes. Oh. And then we go to dinner. Oh, poor Hayden. Like, I'll, Sounds I'll, like a buzzkill. I'll go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the beach, I'll shower, and then I'll throw on a dress, but that's it. Like, no bra, no underwear. Commando. Flip-flops, and then we go for dinner. You air everything out here. Yeah. Oh, 
No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> or yeah, if I if I put on nice shorts, yeah, I'm going commando. I'm not putting undies on. No. Way too hot. I don't want like undies like stuck against me. Yeah, hot. Ugh. <laughs> Do you want sticky bits? Mm, no. No, but I, I want some protection from the breeze blowing up my dress. Oh, no, you, oh, want, no, that, you, want, you that want that breeze, Ailey. <laughs> oh, get that breeze up there. <laughs> I put my foot up, get my leg open here, and just get the air flowing in there. Me too. I'm like, get in there. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Get that beach breeze right? blowing all through. Are we weird? Like, is any, are you guys doing that? 5679 <laughs> on text. Do you, you don't wear undies on a resort. Why? I just uh, yeah, I don't bring I walk I, around with some I mean, blue I, shorts. I bring undies. Don't get me wrong, but also, I mean, I guess if you were going on an excursion where you're going to be gone for eight or nine hours, I'm wearing swim trunks. Yeah, you do oh. wear swim trunks. You wear swim trunks. Yeah, the only you time go. I bring like a new undies for every day is if we're going to a place where it's not tropical. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like when we went to like Thailand and Japan, I bring undies a good amount of undies and then we wash them. See, even when I go on an excursion somewhere warm, uh, I bring underwear. Wow. Because if we're going in the water, I don't want to wear my wet bikini bottoms uh-huh. all the way back home. Because mm. you got to sit on the bus and you're basically sitting in wet gonge. Hmm. Not my favorite. Mm. That's how you get a UTI. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've never thought about it. Mm. Oh, people, oh, what is this? Crash Mars are weird. I'm with Haley. Put on some undies. Yeah, yeah. I don't wear underwear. And, then and it's Haley hot. is clearly the weird one. <laughs> it's like dividing people. It, it is, is dividing people. I didn't nothing, realize that. Yeah, see, Dustin, there's nothing like a cool ocean breeze on the old beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. When it's like 35 out, yeah, you want that breeze down yeah. there. You're on vacation. Let it all hang out, man. Yeah. No. no judging. Yeah, I don't. You're right. I, I feel like when I first started traveling, I brought like my entire closet. Oh, yeah. We brought like the full size yeah, luggage, filled it up. Me two too. Of them. And now I realize that I only wear 10% of the things that I bring. Yeah, I've noticed that too. You know, so I need like a few pairs of underwear, a couple swimsuits. There's a hashtag going now. Hashtag commando crew. That's us, yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, the thing, see, the thing is I do commando, but I do it on the weekends. If I'm in my own house, mm-hmm. totally commando. Totally mm-hmm. get it. No, nothing. But I just, if you're in a public place where there's other people, I'm so worried that I'm gonna like flash them by accident. Oh. No, who cares? And then I'll be that girl on the beach. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think people would be concerned at all. They'd be like, "Yeah, uh-huh. I saw something." Although, Carry on. I mean, when I think I'm not wearing like mini skirts. If I was wearing a mini skirt, mm-hmm. then then obviously I don't. But so like, but I'm wearing like oh, a. I've seen my fair share of a flowy beach dress. People wearing mini skirts, and they were letting air fly. <laughs> yeah, like if I'm going to Mexico, I can tell you what I'm packing right now. I've got two swimsuits, mm-hmm. two beach cover-ups, mm-hmm. flip-flops, three dresses, a couple pairs of undies, one bra. Boom. Done. Done. <laughs> all in a backpack, and away yeah. I go. That's all go. I need. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to an all-inclusive, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, it. that's all you need, that's for sure. That's all you need. Yeah. That's it. James is concerned about pitching a tent. <laughs> well, James. Wow. I mean, your underwear aren't going to stop that yeah, the either, underwear buddy. ain't stopping it. Doesn't matter what you're wearing. Slow it down. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> down, boy. <laughs> this one, if I ever ran into you guys at a resort, I don't think I could look you in the eyes. Oh, you're looking me right in the eyes. Yeah, you make sure you look in the eyes. I'll even lean in and be like, commando. <laughs> Hashtag commando. Hashtag commando. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It's true. Yeah. Here's what I want to know from you guys. We got a lot of people texting in. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Have you traveled with somebody or do you live with someone who brings an excessive amount of luggage when they go away? Even you, if it's just for a short period of time. You used to pack like every like hair product, like a curling iron, curlers. I used to. Flat iron. Not anymore. Like I don't blow care. dryer. I'm like, oh, the room has a terrible blow dryer, but it does the job. Yeah. I'm like, do you really need to curl your hair? Probably not. No, I don't. Now the humidity will ruin it anyway. Yeah, no, it, it does. does. And it's so hot. I don't want it on my back anyways. So yeah. I mm-hmm. I always have it tied up. And then you you slimmed it down to flat iron. But you mm. don't even need that if you're going to a tropical place because it gets all curly anyways. Right. Mm. Did you fly down to Mexico with someone and they brought, for whatever reason, winter wear, like hoodies and sweaters? I've seen people do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, when we first started traveling to warm places, I'd bring a sweater because I'd be like, "It's probably going to get, it's probably going to be a little cool at night it's in Mexico." Never. Cool <laughs> <at night. laughs> never. So I had this big never. damn sweater. I'm like, no. nah. Any sort of like long sleeve, if I do have, it's whatever I wore on the plane. Yeah. yeah. I don't even bring my winter jacket. If we're traveling in the winter, I leave it in the truck. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll run to the vehicle if it's minus thirty. I don't yeah. care. It's 15 minutes. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Figure All it out. right. Give us a shout. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like it as well at 56789. Have you, uh, do you live with someone? Maybe it's you. Have you traveled with someone who uh, you bring your entire house with you, even if you're just going away for like a seven day all inclusive? Mm-hmm. Even a weekend away. Yeah. Are you like, well, how much <laughs> luggage are you bringing? How much stuff do you have? Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about an overpacker in your life. Um, if you are going away for a weekend, maybe you're going camping, do you bring six, seven pieces of luggage? Mm hmm. <laughs> this one. Uh, stories like this. If you if you got a story, 780-489-4669. Um, this says, my husband tends to bring more. He's more vain than me. He needs a different button up for each dinner. Oh my gosh. I saw some people saying that they bring like every, like if they go on an all-inclusive trip, mm-hmm. that every day, for every evening out, they bring a new outfit. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, you, I don't you, do that. You don't, unless I guess you're a sweaty mess. Yeah. Even then, Even I don't then, care. I'm a sweaty mess. I'll sit at dinner and be like, yeah, <gasps> whatever. I'll just soaking wet, and I hang up my button-up shirt and let yeah. that air dry. Eh, wear it for uh, wear a sweaty shirt for a couple days on vacation. I think it's fine. This text here <laughs> says, if I'm going to a nice place like a resort, I'm bringing a different dress for every dinner. <laughs> Vacations are special. You got to look nice for the experience and the pictures. Mm-hmm. Summer dresses are usually not much material, so dresses, bikinis, sandals, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to travel with a lot of dresses, and then I stopped. Lady stuff, though, can uh, roll up nicely. Like, it, yeah. It, yeah, it can compact. It does. Whereas yeah. guy stuff, like T-shirts and stuff and tanks, like, it's a, it's thicker, so mm-hmm. it adds up quicker. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. tanks, realistically, too. I started traveling with, uh, like, five tanks for, like, a seven-day vacation. Now I bring two because, literally, I get to the beach, I take it off. Hmm. This text here says, I'm an overpacker for books. Mm-hmm. If I'm going on a seven-day vacation, I'll bring 15 books. Wow. Why? Since my suitcase ends up being usually really heavy. We did that before. We used to travel yeah. with books. We'd bring a bunch of books. Yeah. And then I just got my uh, e-reader. 
And then we realize we don't really read books. Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, reading on the beach is a great idea, and I never do. No, because drinking on a beach is a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> drinking, I'm like, I gotta have a little siesta. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Travel light. Yeah, All right. yes. Uh, 780-489-4669, if you got a story here. Uh, we'll go with um, uh, Andre. How you doing, Andre? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing We're doing really fantastic. good. Um, who's the one that basically packs the house when they go on vacation? That will be me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. no. How much luggage are you bringing? Let's say like a seven-day vacation. A seven-day vacation, um, it would be a one full luggage with 14 outfits because I need to do two outfits per day. 14 outfits? Why are you doing two outfits a day? Um, Because... I just want to be fashionable. I was just going to say, I'll bet you you're super fashionable. Yeah. And you don't want to be caught wearing the same thing twice. Exactly. I would never. Oh, yeah. wow. How many suitcases? Like if we, if you and I, let's say if we were going to fly together to, uh, we're going to go to Cancun. Mm-hmm. I bring my knapsack. <laughs> and how many pieces of luggage do you have? I would have just like the one regular 23 uh, kilo uh, luggage. Not okay. That would okay. be the big full size. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And is it packed? packed? Yes, that would be packed. And there would be my hand carry and that would be packed too. (laughs) So you have all the clothing packed. Are you bringing like your hair accessories like uh, Mars used to do, like curlers, flat everything? Yeah, I used to, yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm bald, so I don't need those. Oh, that's okay. good. All right, so that all right. Saves a lot of space, so that gives me more space for shoes and other shoes. stuff. Yeah, how I was many, just gonna how say, many yeah. pairs of shoes? Um, five pairs of wow, shoes, good and for you. then three flip flops. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you gotta look good. I don't know, Andre. If I exactly. saw you on vacation, you gotta uh, look good. I, you'd be drop dead gorgeous, but I'd be like, I'm pretty sure I sell those shoes before. No, don't do that. <laughs> Andre doesn't want to be seen in them twice. <laughs> yes, but I will go commando. Hey! hey! There Team you go. Commando. You don't need those undies. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Great speaking with you, Andre. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. He's not the only fashionable now family member. Like, I know there's a lot, lot of people, but you can still be fashionable and bring a limited amount of clothing. Yeah, like I guess. the clothing can look fantastic, and if it looks great one day, well, it's going to look great. Let's say you wear let, that dress, Mars, on yeah. vacation. You yeah. wear it on a Monday in mm-hmm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Why not wear it on a, uh, a Wednesday? Oh, the way wear I travel it Wednesday, now, Thursday, it, it would be the one dress for every night. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> By the end of the week, yeah, it's covered care. in liquor stains. So what? <laughs> All your sweet uh, beach beverages poured all yeah. over it. I get a suntan line like where your lotion is. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it changes the color of your... Oh, yeah. This text here says, I'm the person who packs like crazy when I go anywhere. A pool outfit, a day outfit, a night outfit for all seven days. A different one for every day. And then every color of shoe to go with those outfits. Wow. Wow. I, know, I, I used to bring like tons of pairs of yeah, uh, I don't... swimming trunks. Like what for? I know. What for? Same thing with shoes. I, I wear one pair of shoes. Yeah. And you know what? I change into those shoes at the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done do. that. Yeah. When yeah. in reality, just like do it right. Leave your uh, yeah. original pair in the truck. Because I've gotten on that bus with the park and ride bus. Yeah, yeah. And then they take you out to Nisku. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that in flip-flops. And like heated park. Well, yeah, you can show up in shorts. <laughs>
I've done that. And that yeah, I've park done and that ride, too. The park and ride bus is like really oh, brisk too yeah. in the winter. I'm like, dee, 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 dee. bad yeah. idea, but I'm in shorts okay. and flip flops already. I'm like, vacation started. Worth it. Six minutes. That's all you need. Absolutely. Yeah. Grammy Candy, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. You're not the overpacker, right? No, I have a friend who is. So she'll start packing about four or five weeks before the trip. Wow. Um, I pack like the night before and I give her major anxiety. Um, But (laughs) they bring two big suitcases for her and her husband. He's got like a couple pairs of shorts, a couple trunks, some underwear, a few T-shirts. Then she packs two to three outfits for every single day. Wow. Um, Every toiletry they could possibly need. (laughs) And... Then the rest of the suitcases are filled with snacks, snacks. because they're both picky eaters, oh. and they're worried that they they don't like the food, they'll be hungry. So this way, they have a ton of snacks in their room. Holy, Holy cow! Are you allowed to pack that uh, in your yeah, check luggage? If it, checks, all, you can. Like, it's, yeah, it's all it's all sealed food. Oh, it's like um, dry goods, sealed food. Yeah, none of it's. None of it's like fresh fruit or anything like that. Yeah. No. Have they ever had a problem where they didn't like <laughs> any of the food wherever they went and they had to survive solely on snacks? No, they've always found a little something that they like. So they're, they're getting a little bit of food at the resorts. Like we've traveled with them a few times now. Are they unbearable? <laughs> no, they're not unbearable. Because <laughs> they, they sound are. exhausting. <laughs> We're always like, hey. Try the shrimp. It's really good. Oh, no, we don't eat shrimp. Uh, oh, yeah, because I was going to say, the food on the resorts isn't much different from the food here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Grammy Candy. Thanks, Grammy. Hey, thanks. Yeah, bye. bye. I've never traveled with food. No, no. Yeah, I've never thought to pack food. I'll, I'll deal with it. A buffet is a buffet, let's be honest. It all tastes the same. Yeah, it all tastes the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, how you doing? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Hey, Doing fantastic. Good. Um, are you a bit of an overpacker? Well, not on clothes. No, I'll take a couple stretchies and a couple hoodies okay. and a couple tanks and and a sneaker and a sandal. Yeah. But I have a whole other entire bag. Oh, oh no. what's in your other bag? Yarn and crocheting needle, <laughs> <laughs> diamond dots, paint by numbers. Oh, you, know. you bring a bunch of little like uh, hobbies, little projects. Yeah, because I get bored. <laughs> wow. So you'll do a but paint I, I by numbers? I like. I just have to be entertained. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. You'll do a paint by numbers while you're on holidays? Yeah. Oh. Are we talking like sitting on a beach? You'll you'll uh, bring out all your paint by numbers and do it right there? Sure. I crochet. I'll do whatever. Although when you yeah. think about it, how relaxing is that? Hearing the waves crashing yeah. up on the uh, the beach, turquoise water, and there you are painting by numbers or doing crochet. That that actually does sound amazing. Yeah, it's fun. It's just because, you know, you just forget about what you're doing. You're just relaxed. And, oh. huh. Yeah, yeah making a nice, a <laughs> yeah, making nice warm blanket. Wow. Yeah. Hobbies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is blowing Mars away. I, yeah, Bringing just, a hobby on vacation. I've just never. I've never thought about it. I've never done it. Instead of your bag full of shoes, you can just bring a bag full yeah. of crafts. Full yeah. of crafts. Yeah. Huh. Oh, there we go. All right. All That's right. when you get stuff done. I like it. Okay, okay. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Huh. Yeah, never thought of that. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, this next story here is is uh, kind of crazy. And you know what? I just want to uh, quickly with the Now family, um, if you 
have been through this, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. A woman has filed for divorce and she's thinking about, well, she's filed. She's not sure she's going to go through with it. Uh, She is 23 years old and she is seven months pregnant with the couple's first child. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, though, they might be getting a divorce over the name Mm -hmm. of the baby. Now, the woman who wants to stay anonymous, um, she has found out that she's having a baby girl. She is 23 years old, and her husband is 24 years old. And they were talking about names. And he said, I already picked out a name for our baby girl. What is the name? Well, he wants to name his daughter after his ex-girlfriend because he claims, quote, I loved her the most, and she was my first and only true love. Duh! ay 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 that's and his new wife didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, weird. No, she did not like that at all. Now <laughs> she's so upset by his determination to have the name to name the baby girl that that they are now looking at divorcing over it. Well, yeah, I would imagine there's a lot more going on in this relationship than just a baby name, and he's trying to do that to Spider, right? I don't think he's doing it to Spider. I think no one in the right mind would say that. I think he is just so in love or was in love with his. First girlfriend. But he flat out said that that was his one and only true love. His one and not only his true current, love. Not his current wife. That is correct. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a problem there. That. Yeah, because if you really want to get away with that move mm. of uh, naming your baby uh, Ashley after your ex, yeah. you don't tell your current wife your ex's name. Find was. a different reason. Well, she said I asked him if he was still in love with his ex, and he said no. It was just his first true love. He just likes the name. He just and he he was truly. Still, there's in so love many other names. Other What's the name? Uh, they're not saying. Ah. No, they won't. They won't say. Apparently, this got name. leaked because of the divorce papers that were filed, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> when they saw the reason. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody listening right now, where your partner suggested naming your baby after their ex? I don't think so. I was. I, I don't know. We're going to throw it out there. Yeah. Maybe there's one. 780-489-4669. I don't think so. If it's a name you really like. But still, it's one side of that relationship is not going to like that name. Right? Would, would you be okay if Rach named your uh, latest one there after an ex? Yeah. That wow. she said was a passionate lover. Well, I don't know. She needs to give the detail. <laughs> Listen, Ginge, yeah. I'm naming this child Gary because he was a passionate lover of mine. <laughs> Gary Bear, we call him. It's a large man. The one and only yeah. passion, passionate man that I've ever had. He I'm going to name, the- I'm gonna name our third born <laughs> after him. He's like, there's no way. You can't. Is anybody named after an ex? Mm-hmm. And you found out about it later on. Oh, that would be brutal if you discovered that later. Do you think people do it as like a power move to spite their spouse? Or do they just really like the the name? Maybe. But you know that, that name will always remind you of your ex. Even if it is a, even if it is, it's a good name. Yeah. Right? Uh, this text here saying anonymous says, hey guys, the one that got away mm. named her child after me. Oh, jeez. So the one woman that yeah. slipped away from him. That person was named after. Yeah, so yeah. like, let's say, the, he, he wants to wow. stay anonymous, but I'm just going to name him Anonymous Brian. Yeah. So the one that got away, his true love, went on to get married and have kids, and she named her son Brian. Ah. Anonymous Brian. And I bet you the hubby there has no idea. No idea. Do you think it's like a subtle like dog whistle to get your ex's attention? Uh, it could. Because they'll, be. they'll see on social media what you right? name the kid. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, they're still thinking about old Brian. Yeah. 
Old Brian lives on. Anonymous Brian. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I got. We do have one here. Okay. Uh, good morning, Kenda. Hey, Hi. how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, doing good. fantastic. Um, so, are you named after an ex or what? I'm actually yes. I'm named after my dad's ex girlfriend. Wow. Um, he chose the name because my mom was running out of ideas, and she had no idea. Yeah. Until after I was born, so she went to go change. To give me give me a middle name, I guess. Yeah. And he admitted that he had he still claims he only went on a few dates with her, but <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I was named after my dad's ex girlfriend. Yeah, so he suggested yeah. uh Kenda and your mom's like, Oh, okay, that's out of nowhere. I, I don't mind it. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Not yeah. knowing that's his ex. Yeah. Uh, it's a good conversation starter for sure. Oh, I bet. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I, I would imagine they can have a good laugh at it now, right? Yeah, yeah. They're still they're still happy, but I make fun of them all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. There we go. Okay, thanks, Kenda. All right. Have yeah. a good one, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. That's, Bye. uh... <laughs> Find out after the fact. Yeah, well, once the baby's been born, the birth certificate, the ink is dried, off and it's, it's good all to printed go. off, and then away you go. Mm-hmm. Mm, that would be very tough. Like surprise. What if the ex was still like friendly? Because sometimes relationships end nicely. Yeah, like you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's not always Rach and Hungary from Stellar breaking up, and now right. I'm dealing with the pieces. I, I still would say no. I would. I would. I don't want to be mind, reminded of that, even if it's the most pleasant person ever. Doesn't matter. You're always gonna think about those times. Oh my gosh! This text here says the only way I would name my uh, let my husband named our baby after his ex is if she died, and I mean that in a nice way. Oh jeez! Like as in like honoring, oh. honoring. Oh, he's not right? yeah. like okay. if you kill her, I'll let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's best of both worlds. Yeah. Come on, you win, I win. <laughs> uh, what's this one it says? I'm named after my brother's high school ex from when he was 16. My parents like the name. My brother's current wife thinks it's hilarious. Oh. So mom and dad had a baby, and they named her after her brother's six sweet 16-year-old relationship. Okay. Well, That's not that bad. It's a That's sweet 16 relationship, yeah. too, yeah. right? Uh, another one here. Uh, how you doing, Laura? Hi, I'm doing well. Excellent. All right, so were you named after an ex? No. Um, actually, my daughter, she was born, and my ex chose the name, and it wasn't named after his ex, but his ex-wife came to pick up their son a couple days after I had my daughter, and she walked in and goes, oh, nice, Corey, you named your daughter after the name that we picked when we were pregnant with our child. Oh, no! Oh, that's not good either. Oh, Oh. No, and I'm hormonal, just had a baby, and yeah. needless to say, I lost my mind. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. flat-out stolen stolen name yeah. now. He, so he had the big name <sighs> discussion with another woman. That was the name that they picked out. And, and then he, he suggested it, he and suggested they went with that. It. Yeah. ay ay Uh-oh. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we contemplated the name change, but no, she's still named after their original their name. original one yeah. yeah yeah i think at that point once you commit on the name you kind of you probably stick with it right you're like well it is what it is we'll move on yeah it's too late now yeah <laughs> holy crap okay thanks laura you're welcome okay bye-bye hmm. bye <laughs>
I bet the ex loved pointing that out too. Oh, I bet you she did. Oh yeah, damn right. Right, especially in front That's of a little you salt in a wound. Oh, I hate her so much. <laughs> <laughs> so does the now family. Yeah, everyone's like, like, what a major like, B. Why would you say that in front of the woman who just gave birth? Yeah. Like, oh, nice. You named your child after what we picked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, another one. Oh, yeah, sure. No one's one's buying that. Uh, This text here says, here's a weird one for you guys. My sister is named after a porn star. Oh, did they know that? Which one? Hmm. I'm going to say he knew. It was one of his faves? It might have been one of his faves. Why would you want to name your kid after a porn star? I have no idea. Like, that's weird, right? To link the two? You don't want to link the two. Yeah, because usually when you're named after someone, it's someone you revere. Yeah, you can respect or them. someone. Yeah, that you have really? admiration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, you enjoyed yeah. their work. Oh yeah, oh, no. right. <laughs> Another one here says, "Good morning, everyone." A guy I chatted with on Plenty of Fish. Mm. Uh, it wasn't really quite working for me, but he liked me. Uh, before he decided to fly to Edmonton to meet me, I said, "Listen, it's not working for me. Let's not do this." Relationship ended on Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Fast forward ten years later, I recently saw he got married to someone else, and they had a baby girl. No, it's he, he named that baby girl. My name. Oh! Yep. That so happens quite a bit. I'm his, shocked. His baby girl is named after a plenty of fish lover. Yeah. That he never even loved. No, it's just that they just talked. They just, they just talked. Just and talked and banged yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, there you go. Well, good luck with your name picking if you're having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with it. For those of you who are huge Led Zeppelin fans, uh, Led Zeppelin recently released which songs have made them the most money in their career. Um, Now, I'm sure you can probably guess what number one is. I would imagine out of all the Led Zeppelin songs, which one is the most popular that would have made them the most money? Probably this This one. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to let you guys guess because I think everybody would know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stairway to Heaven was one of their biggest songs of all time. And uh, Led Zeppelin says that Stairway to Heaven made them just under $3 million US. That song alone. And it'll continue to make them money. It will continue. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, like it just a clock. It just yeah, keeps, yeah, yeah. Every year, just check comes in. Up. They're like, oh. Um, do you want to guess what number two is? Uh, I'm going to guess uh, this one. Oh, Hola Love, great song. Right? It's a good song. It's a popular song. Whole lot of love. Where's that? Coming in at number five. You need really? Yeah. My number whole, five. Whole lot of love. Yeah. Not making Led Zeppelin. Come on. I know it's a great song, Crash. I agree with you. Hmm. Number two. Number two. Black Dog. Black Dog. How are you thinking, Black Dog? Huh? Great song. Not number two? Not number two. Uh, I'm going to guess All My Love. What is Black Dog on your list? Oh, Black Dog's on my list. Yeah, yeah. number four. Okay. Black Dog comes in. We're going down. Uh, is it All My Love? All My Love? It is not All My Love. This one gets a lot of airplay. It's a good song. Haley doesn't know any of these. I know you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see confusion over there. She's like, what? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, All My Love, great song. Yeah. Not in the top 10. What? Not in the top 10. Oh, come on. Uh, rock and roll? Uh, rock and roll coming in at number nine. Number nine? Yeah. Once again, this is a popular one. You think 
It'd be right up there. Uh, let me see here. Rock and Roll coming in at number nine, making Led Zeppelin $636,000 US. Hmm. Still a good amount, I guess. So, okay. This is yearly, right? Or this is all of all time? Uh, I'm just looking. This is... Can't be of all time. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Is it Cashmere? For That's number, number two? two? Yeah. Number two is... You're right. It is. Wow. Well, yeah. This is a great song. Uh, this coming great in song. at number two. <laughs> He's like, I knew it. <laughs> Out of all the Led Zeppelin songs, this is the one that Haley knows. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, this one coming in at number two, making Led Zeppelin $1.5 million. Do you guys remember that wild time? In the, maybe like it was like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, Godzilla was back. Yeah. Yep. Like Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Puff Daddy sampled this. Yes. For a song. Yes, he, he did. He sampled Cashmere. Which he shouldn't have. No. He definitely <laughs> he should have. Like, Jimmy Page for the video and everything. <laughs> yeah. A weird time to be alive, gang. Yeah, it was a weird time to be alive. But yes, this song coming in at number two. Good song. Uh, so number one, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Number two, this song, Cashmere. Number three, The Immigrant Song. Number four, Black Dog. Number five, Whole Lot of Love. Number six, Ramble On. Number seven, Over the Hills and Far Away. I forgot about Ramble On. Ramble On's a good one, too. That's my dad's favorite song. Loves his song. Uh, number eight, Going to California. Another yeah. great song. Number nine, Rock and Roll. And then number ten, Dire Maker. Oh, now, yeah. The album that was the biggest for Led Zeppelin, they just recently released that as well. And this is based on revenue generated from consumer requests. It says that Led Zeppelin 4 earned the band uh, close to the most money they've ever made over the past 11 years. Mm-hmm. This one should have been higher, actually. Dire Maker? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's coming in at number two. You know this one too, Haley? We got two. Yeah, Taylor's <laughs> got two, all right. Yeah, that's a good song, too. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, they'll just keep making money year after year. Yeah. What? We got to write a hit song. Oh, I think right. said we got to wreck this song. No. Like, what? <laughs> we just got to write one hit song. Yeah, that's all we need. And you're good to go. You're good to go. Tried years ago. Nothing ever took off. No, <laughs> no, it did not. So there you go. All right, guys. I know that summer is a long ways away. As a matter of fact, it feels like it could be months um, do you guys suffer from hot crotch? Um, yeah, the other day when I uh, went to the bathroom here, my crotch was on fire. What? What? I like, don't know. Like just heat coming out of it? Yeah, I was just sweating. Yeah. It was weird. Like steamy? Well, it wasn't steam and it wasn't like I opened a, like a kettle, but uh, it was hot. Oh. Was hot. Hot to touch. What kind of underwear are you wearing? Are you wearing uh, cotton underwear or, yeah, or was, do you have like... It was Spanx. You're wearing Spanx? Or sorry, not Spanx. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks. I don't want a noticeable bulge. I was just into yelling F you if you're wearing Spanx. It does take a little effort to cover up. My God. Sorry. I said it so matter of fact. You did. Like, why are you shocked? I've been wearing these for years. Crush wears Spanx to work so we don't see his little tummy roll. Anyone else wearing Spanx? Gotta cover up the bulge. You're wearing sacks? Sacks. Do you find that they breathe? Um, some of them do. Obviously, uh, there's different fabrics with the uh, sax, but uh, the one I was wearing the other day clearly did not breathe. Yeah, I'm a sax fellow as well. Uh, cozy, breathe? comfy, mm. but I don't know if that material is different than 
like a straight uh, cotton panty. Is it like a dry fit material? Well, I guess kind of, but... Is it polyester? Probably. Yeah, I think it's some poly in there. It doesn't breathe at all. You're not getting any fresh air down there. I'm baking my bits. So if you're a guy and if you've got super hot crotch, there's two things you can do. Number one, make sure all of your briefs or your boxers or your boxer shorts are 100% cotton. Mm. But I thought cotton makes you hot, too. No, no, cotton's breathable. It's actually a fabric that allows oxygen in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, you can try this. It's called the Cool Men. And mm. it's a testicle cooler. It's actually a little device that's designed to aid in male fertility. Because you got to keep those buddies cool, right? If you want to have a baby. Yeah. But they say <laughs> that apparently you can just use it in the summertime as well. You can <laughs> strap it on. And it is supposed to be a cooling device mm. for your testes. Well, there's a boatload of cooling underwear online. It's not cooling underwear. I know. I'm just trying to find. It's called Cool Men. Yes. Are you talking? Is it like almost like a reverse helmet? It is like a reverse helmet. All right, I got it here. That's it. So you'd wear this on top of your underwear? No, you would probably wear it underneath. Because so you wear like a cup. See your balls go in there. Right? I got you. Yeah, I got where the balls. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. I'm just so if you have testicles, I'm just, this is where they're gonna go. I'm just making sure that we all know where you put your bits. That's all. <laughs> just making sure. I got a picture of that on the app there. I'm just finding a ton of different underwear here. I feel weird looking at all this. I got you. A lot of bulges everywhere. Why are you looking at so many? You got the wrong oh, product? Oh, jeez. What is that? That there looks like is. you put it on your head. Yeah, it, but it's not. So you put it on like um, like you slip it on, right? Like there's your underwear band. And then you see that little area there. That's where you put your balls. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks like uh, two uh, really close earmuffs. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. How is that cooling? Uh, the company says that if you wear this... You'll feel your normal warm self, right? Mm-hmm. But however, quote, your balls will be cooler than the fawns hitting a jukebox in a diner. That's hey. cool. That is cool. So there you go. Hmm. Are those uh, rigid? That that that. I think it's similar. It's like a cup. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind even more support. Like sacks are nice, but if there was something, if uh, if yeah, an underwear came out and said it was even cozier than sacks, I would try it. Yeah. This, though, I, d- I don't think you're supposed to cover yourself in undies after, right? I think this one is just you put it on well, and put your pants you on. You could wear that and then put your pants on. Or if you wanted to, you could probably put a pair of like boxer shorts over to But it. I think that defeats the purpose then. Because then now you're covering up again. But they'll keep it. That little device this? there will keep them cool. Uh. The device is designed to be discreet and completely invisible when worn under clothing. I think I feel like you would see this under clothing. And <laughs> you what think if so? <laughs> I think so? Or it just look like you have giant bees. What if your uh, What if your day changed? Your night delved into something more fun. You brought somebody home, and then you've got a oh, and you pull off an apparatus. Well, I guess the same as a chick pulling off uh, like a push-up bra or something. Yeah, I know, but you go to the bathroom and you remove it. Yeah, but we know about push-up bras. Like, what would you say if you saw one of these bras? <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Well, now that I've done it in the news, I'd be like, oh, oh you, yeah. you heard my story. And you, you run got... a little hot down there, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, you're like a furnace in between your legs, aren't you? Mm. Aren't you there, pal? Anyone else have uh, furnace bits? Uh, our boss recommended uh, me powdering my bits. Yeah, he powders his. Yeah, our boss powders the snot out of his bits. Uh, gold bond? I think so, yeah. He's got like a tub of it. He buys a big tub and he's like, poof, 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 poof. Yeah, he really gets on there. Yeah. I think that's a day every man reaches. To powder your bits? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't is, got there yet. Is that for chafing or sweating, though? 
Although uh, I guess sweating leads to chafing. It's sweating yeah. and chafing. Yeah. It was a, a weird conversation because he got a mole removed and he powdered his balls that day and we had a big discussion about it. I'm guessing he brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't asking about his yeah, bits. Yeah, he just offered that we're up. We're not asking about that. What if we ran like a uh, uh, liner like in swimsuits have so we wouldn't have to wear underwear? What if every pair of jeans came with a built-in liner? Wouldn't that be better? So yeah. that, it, that you get more oxygen there? Yeah. yeah you so can. we wouldn't have to wear the underwear. Like a little bit of a vent. Do you have a furnace crotch, though, in the winter? No, I'm pretty good. How about in the summer? It can get, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Those hot weeks. You run cool in the winter. Yeah. Oh, lucky. Hmm. I feel like just I this conversation, uh, my bits are heating up right now. I feel like I could see, like, um, I, like those, you know when it gets really hot in the summer and then you see those waves coming off a highway? Yeah. Sometimes that, if you look at Crash's crotch. I'm, you know what? This summer I'm going to film my crotch. I'm going to film my heat waves coming off my crotch. <laughs> Where it I'll sort of changes with you now, the family. air above it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like it the toaster. Like, a, like the heat above a toaster. It's, it's like wavy. a mirage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a mirage on my crotch. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. <laughs> well, Crash, then that is the device for you. Mm. Uh, guys are texting in, giving you guys also some other. Um, yeah, Darren's saying uh, beneath or better than sex. Mm. Uh, but he doesn't think any of those breathe. Okay. Apparently, Reebok cooling mesh long boxer briefs. I do have a pair of uh, a couple pairs of Reeboks, and it might be the same ones. Those ones are really good. They yeah. do feel like a like they have breathability. Daniel in St. Albert says I got them for Christmas, and they are amazing. Yeah, it's like my balls are constantly being dipped in snow while the rest of my body is warm. Yeah, there is a bit of cooling to them, and they have a pouch. Like they have room. It's nice, so it's not like they're like like packaged meat against your body. I had no idea there were so many kinds of. Uh uh, underwear for men that yeah. everyone's wearing and texting in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the different brand names. Yeah, the two underwear as well. Keith and Fort Sask. He's saying those ones are great. Lucky saying Max Weldon. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but could be another cooling undies. Okay, well, there you go, guys. And if you don't want to get the cooling undies, then you might want to get this uh, this little device to wear. <laughs> I put a picture on our social, too. Yeah. Uh, Crash Mars, all one word, if you want to see this uh, ball device. It's this called? Ball cooling device. Called Cool Men. Mm-hmm. You can go and you can check it out. All right, guys, we're going to do some math this morning. Oh, and no. if you like math. Yeah. And if you like pizza. Oh, I love that. This story is for you. Now, right now, people are losing their minds after an image went viral that uses fairly basic math to show the following. One large 18-inch pizza is actually more total food than two 12-inch pizzas. Hmm. How? Two 12 inches, that's 24 inches. That should be more pizza, no? It should be more pizza than an 18-inch pizza. (sighs) However, if you look at the area, the surface area of the pizza, an 18-inch pizza is 254 square inches of delicious pizza. Mm, yeah. Two 12-inch pizzas only adds up to 226 square inches of pizza. Mm. Therefore, the surface area of an 18-inch pizza yeah. is more food than the two 12-inch pizzas. Because the, okay, so the 18-inch, what's the square area? 254 square inches of 54, pizza. and then two mediums. 226. Wow. So you're getting just under 30 more inches of za. Because you feel like if you get two mediums, you get more pizza, right? You don't. You're wrong. Because I did that uh, a couple weeks ago. I got two pizzas, and I'm like, eh, do, do, uh, I'll do two mediums. Because I figured we were getting a better bang for the buck. Remember you were going to get one medium? Wow. 
Because you said you were on a budget, you cheapskate. <laughs> you wow. dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're ordering pizza and crash. Like, we're just going to get one pizza because we're on a budget. I'm like, we're on a budget. Well, the lady told me the next one was not $5. That was not the deal. So I'm like, well, we just need one then. Always get extra pizza. Mm. That's why you always go large anyway. I am happy we did because I had breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) So when you order pizza, do you guys do two mediums or two large? Well, usually two mediums. (laughs) (laughs) Because we want a couple different pizzas and I want two different large pizzas. Then that's just too much. Is that too much? I was just saying, it's nice to have pizza, but you don't always want to have because I will eat it. Yeah. It's to save myself for myself. Mm. So you'll th- do the two medium. I think I would like I think I would like from now on to do two large pizzas. I don't think we need that. Because it's I like bang for your us. bucks though. Yeah, but right? it's just the two of us. Why don't we just get one large pizza? Because you and I like different toppings. Well, can do pizza joints do a half topping? Yeah, but I bet they hate it. I hate asking. I Why? hate asking. Do you too. think they spit on the pizza? If well, you I do? just, I just, I know I'd hate it. I used, I, always, I used to always ask for that. Yeah, I'm like half pepperoni and half uh, like mushroom or something. We'll have to do that when like there's a bunch of kids together. If someone has you know allergies or whatever, no, I feel like a real jerk asking. So you're like, can I get half pepperoni <laughs> yeah. and cheese, and then the other half just tomato sauce mm-hmm. and mushrooms because there's no way they like to do that why don't you just throw one pizza down and be like you get what you get kids I'm not a good father (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this one here says one large pizza one salad that's the way to do it Mm. Yeah, if you're eating pizza skip the salad and people say Domino's will do it no problem that's a text from Domino's oh perfect you can half up your pizzas all you want I do love me a Domino's pizza people are saying also large pizzas here are only 14 inch not 18 the XL is the 18 Oh. oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. There's always so, more inches. So technically, we did get more with the medium then, right? No. Well, if we would have gotten two large pizzas at 14 inch, it's still more pizza than two 12 inch. Hmm. But you know the two 12 inches is more than one large 14, no? No. Are you sure? Because you did the math on an 18 inch. Yeah. Oh, I don't know now. Now I got to do the math on right? a fourteen. Yeah, so it might be equivalent. It might still be the same. It might be, yeah. Yeah, but if you get two larges instead of two. Why? Well, you're really obsessed with the two <laughs> larges. Here. I'm not talking large pizza I here. Just love, I love pizza so much. Still oh, on the large pizza. God, I love pizza. It's what like would, the, the best food. What would Wayne Gretzky say about this? I know what Wayne Gretzky would say about it. Um, I just love pizza so much. That's all. Mm. That's all that is. All right, off to Florida we go for this next story here, where um, a man. Uh, got arrested, and because he was arrested, he had to have a 4.30 a.m. strip search at a county jail. This guy's name is Wesley Scott. He's 40 years old, even though I thought he was about 60. Um, He was arrested on an outstanding warrant with drug possession. Now, while being searched in the field, Wesley said, listen, I don't have anything illegal on me. You guys can just arrest me. That's fine. When they got to jail, they had to do a strip search. At which time they found three syringes up his butt. Oh, um, big ones. Uh, I guess were, it doesn't really matter. What doesn't kind. really matter what kind. Um, he had three of them up there. Uh, when they pulled them out of his butt, the cop said, "Listen, I thought you said you didn't have anything on you." And apparently, at the time, Wesley act acted surprised and said, oh, "Those are mine." Is it bad that I'm picturing? Um, like three syringes in his b-hole like he got three bullseyes on a dartboard well are th- <laughs> uh, <laughs> like they're all kind of they're all just like fanned out yeah I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think that they were um, like deep in I don't know if they were deep in did they have a needle on them no oh okay cause that would be a, that would be something crazy. else yeah yeah 
If yeah. you're smuggling syringes, do you go uh, one after another up there? Or no, do you do I crashes think, dartboard? I think you do the dartboard <laughs> trio. I think you do the, art, the dartboard and you have the ends just sticking out. Yeah, you have the dartboard trio and then it looks like you're a, like, you know when you put a pin in a wall and that end of the pin sticks out of the yeah. board? That's what his butthole looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that he acts surprised though. I know, he did act surprised. What? Who put that there? Uh, now, he did in fact go in front of a judge to, to the judge. He also said he did not know who those were and the judge said, sir, they were up your butthole yeah. so you should probably be aware that they were yours because they were on your person. Were, uh, do, you, do you have what was in them? There was nothing in them. There were empties? I be- Well, they don't or say... Or nothing like crazy. I don't think there was anything in them. I think they were empties. Well, then what's the... What's the harm? Well, I guess police officers asked him why he was being a syringe storage facility. (laughs) (laughs) You never want to be known as that. (laughs) Out of all of the things in life you want to be known as, a syringe storage facility (laughs) is not one of them. (laughs) I'm going to guess he probably had some other paraphernalia on him. Yeah, well, he had nothing on him but the syringes up his butt. He was arrested on an outstanding Uh, warrant. So uh, he, of course, is being held on a $5,000 bond and the syringes are out. Mm. That's good news. It's good news for that guy. All right. This next story here is absolutely nuts. And I want to hear from you if you've ever had a mystery illness. Mm. So in other words, maybe you did something or something went wrong with your body. Yeah. And you went to the doctors and they were like, I have no idea what this is. They could never figure it out. They could never figure out. Maybe it just went away. Yeah. You're like, ma. Okay. That's like my uh, excruciating ball pain. Remember that? Yeah. I went for test after test, appointment after appointment. They ultrasound my balls. They couldn't figure anything out. And then I'm like, well, no one knows. So I'm just going to ride this out. And it went away. They didn't ever follow up after? Nope. They said, Mm. we don't know what it is. Yeah. Everyone's like, I don't know. I don't know. We can do another test. Yeah. If it keeps continuing to hurt, then we'll just keep doing tests. It just eventually went away. Yeah, a mystery illness that just eventually goes away. Yeah. Well, this story is about an, uh, a woman by the name of Jordan Walker. Now, in July 2017, she returned home from a cruise with her family. She's a teenager. And immediately, her whole body went haywire after this cruise. Mm. And they cannot figure out what on earth happened to this young girl. Gee. Now, she had everything from bleeding from her eyes. Oh she my lost God. her sense of taste and smell. And doctors still, to this day, cannot determine a cause. Now her symptoms have improved enough that she is no longer at hospital in hospital because she was hospitalized for a bit so they could run as many tests as they could on her. Mm-hmm. She is at home, but the family says that even after all of those specialists, they're still left with absolutely no no answers. Like if your eyes are bleeding, I would want to know why, right? There's obviously major problems. Uh-huh. Gee, and they're Apparently just like she also has random swelling every now and again to her face. Duh. Where did the cruise go through? Uh, you know what? In this story, I thought the same thing. They don't say where the cruise sailed. Hmm. Was it a triangular-shaped area around uh, right? Bermuda? Bermuda, <clears throat> exactly. Weird things happen there. Uh, she had facial swelling that comes and goes, severe sta- stomach pains. And, I mean, she's American, so they've started a GoFundMe page because they have to pay for oh, it yeah. before their treatments. But still, they have absolutely no answers hmm. whatsoever. They say that it's a mystery illness, and they cannot... Pin down a diagnosis. Is eye bleeding part of uh, stigmata? <laughs> like when you get like the our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No, I, oh man, I don't know if I know what the hands is holes in the hands. That's that's stigmata. Then why uh, in a lot of movies are uh, are the statues? Yeah, they're always like, bleeding. Up. Yeah, the eyes are bleeding out. Oh, I don't know. I think it's to scare you into believing into God. Oh, 
That's the devil getting in there? Well, because that's frightening. That's a frightening image. <laughs> it's a very frightening it's right. <laughs> On a statue or human, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, it is. It is terrible. Um, like So this young girl, they say she is going to be okay. At least they hope. Well, they can't say that. They, they don't know. They don't have a diagnosis. Like, mm. not one. So here's what I want to know from you guys. Is there anybody listening who had, had has a mystery illness or had a mystery illness? Maybe it came and it went. You went to the doctors and they were like, I've got absolutely... Ran a bunch of tests and then... And maybe it just went away. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about the story in the news about this teen who went on a cruise with her mom and her dad. And she came back and she's just had really random weird symptoms and the doctors can't pinpoint what it is. Mm. It's everything from uh, terrible stomach pains to bleeding eyes to uh, swelling of the face and then it goes away. And this is all one woman. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> it all comes back. Mm. Like that's, that's terrifying if you have all those symptoms yes. and all doctors are like, I don't know. And they can't figure yeah. it out and that's just a doctor's like, I we have no idea what this is. Mm. So we want to know from you guys if you've got a story that you want to share. 780 780- 489-4669 if you've ever had a mystery illness. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, it went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, uh, I don't know if she wants her name shared. Well, she put it on the text. Uh, Chelsea in Millwood says, uh, random symptoms. In high school one day, both my nipples started bleeding. What? Blood, just sp- like spotting, not like pouring out. Both my, of her nipples? Both of her nipples. My mom took me to the emergency and none of the doctors had an answer. Got sent home basically with a shoulder shrug and no follow-up. And bleeding nipples. What the H? Wow. What is that? I have, well, obviously, if doctors don't know, I certainly don't know. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story. Uh, Not Chris, necessarily bleeding nipples, yeah, guys, but uh, just uh, random symptoms that you had that doctors couldn't figure out. Could you imagine if your nipples just started bleeding? Mm. And, like, you're not... You're not no. breastfeeding. You're not. Yeah, there's no reason there's for them no to be bleeding. There's no reason for your nips to be bleeding. They didn't get uh, huge activity one night. No. <laughs> Just nothing. I think I, oh my gosh. Uh, Chris says, hey guys, everyone, good morning. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I fell by a boat launch. And I must have rubbed up against a weird plant or something. Yeah. My forearm swelled up like Popeye. Ah. We went to the doctors. We even talked to park rangers. No one had any idea what it was. The swelling went away a couple of days later, and everybody just said, meh, take an antihistamine. Well, that's what happened to your brother. He fell into a tree. He fell into a weird... He fell off his bike. Yeah. And uh, he fell into a weird plant, and he ended up getting a really, like, like almost like a blood infection. Yeah. And doctors were like, well, we're going to do what we can do, but we don't know. Yeah, and he was like, what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. Like, there's problems here. <laughs> big, big problems. Yeah, but he, yeah. Yeah, they had he, no he idea. He swelled up. It was brutal. Uh, I got Erica at the top here. How you doing, Eric? Good. Excellent. All right, so you got some weird symptoms after you just got back from Mexico, right? Well, it wasn't me. It's my ex. She, um, she, I don't know, a whole bunch. All the symptoms you said, she got those. We were there uh, in the hospital every weekend. Yeah. And it ended up being a parasite. She had, uh, oh. but it took like nine months. Every Nine months? Hospital. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, she was into like a whole bunch of um, like, I don't know. She's a third degree black belt. She was into a whole bunch of health conscious stuff. So yeah. Like NutraSweet. Yeah. And supposedly it was living on NutraSweet for six months. Really? Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. And did it like take her down or it was just something oh. really irritating? She No, no. Every weekend we were in the hospital. Like it was terrible. 
And they were trying to figure it out, and they just kept test after test after we, test, and they couldn't figure it out. We went to hospitals in, in Wetaspin, because I had moved there for a little bit, yep. over here, and, and no one could, could figure out what it was. And finally, at the end, we figured out it was a parasite. That is crazy that it can mess with you yeah. for that long. Parasites can do that. Yeah. Just yeah. little, little just microscopic, yeah, microscopic things thing. get in there and wreak havoc on your body. That's a brilliant. Well, it wasn't mine, so it's a lot better. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> thank goodness, eh? Yeah, no kidding. There you go. I'm glad she's better now. Thanks, yeah. Eric. Thanks, yeah. Eric. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no name on this uh, text says, uh, hey, guys, a few years ago, my right pupil would dilate for no reason. Mm. It would last for maybe three seconds, so whoop. Yeah. And then it would just go away. Oh, weird. I went to my family doctor, and they were able to witness it. And he said, oh, let's go to the emergency for an MRI. Yeah. Because my doctor actually thought I might have been on the verge of having a stroke. MRI, totally clean. Oh. Ophthalmologist couldn't find anything wrong either. I'm as healthy as a whistle. Yeah, but your pupil's randomly dilating yeah, just on just one, one eye. It went away after about six months. Yeah. The closest answer I got was, eh, it might just be a nerve firing off. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't affect you at all. It doesn't do anything. It's just weird, right? It's just, you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Because it's, it's not affecting his vision, no, right? No, no. It's just that people would dilate and then it would go away and... Like, don't worry about it. Oh, this one says, hey guys, good morning. I lost my voice for seven months. Wow. Specialists had no idea why. I had come to terms with either I had a horrible disease or yeah. that I was never going to talk again. But after seven months, it just came, came back. back. You got your voice back. That's crazy. That'd be clearly a nightmare if that happened to me. I'd be like, well, I'm unemployed now. Well, yeah, you wouldn't be able to work because that's your... I'll do that. Uh, what is that? ASMR or whatever? Oh, yeah. you could, Yeah, Reckon that's right. just the wetness of my mouth. I'm like, so in the news, <laughs> be a great show. Oh, it'd be it'd really fantastic. Be... Can I read you one more? Yeah, Are you yeah. guys ready for this? It says, hey guys, I had a visectomy when my youngest was a week old. No mm. more kids for me. About a year after that visectomy, just randomly, my balls would swell right up. Mm. That's not good. I could barely walk. They were so big for a few days. After about a year of this, yeah. every so often it all went away and it's all good. I went to the doctor and they were like, meh, I don't know. Like, just, just some leftover buildup, don't worry. Eh, <laughs> Your body will absorb, don't worry. That's crazy. I'd be terrified if that happened. To the point where you can't walk, that's crazy. Uh, Nookie Trace is hanging on. How you doing, Nookie? Good, how are you? Yeah, doing fantastic. All right, so was there some random symptom that uh, happened on you and it just eventually went away? It hasn't actually gone away yet. Oh, okay. All right, but it no doctor can figure it out. Started Christmas Day, just walking down the stairs, and my one toe went completely numb. Didn't think anything of it, yeah. and then not even five minutes later, I took my sock off, and my entire foot was like bleeding on the inside, like it was just bruised. What? Oh my god! And you didn't bump it? So the, no. And I went to the hospital because my mom is a nurse, and she's like, something isn't right. And then they're like, "Are you sure you didn't drop anything on it? Are you sure you didn't do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd remember if I like rammed my foot into something." Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So they did tests to see if I had a DVT. They did a bunch of other things that came back fine. And then it happened again two days ago. Oh, really? It all so came I'm, back. So it's it looks like blood yeah. under your skin? Yeah. And, like, and my whole foot would be like black and blue. Have you gone to the doctor? Yeah, and they don't know what it is. And they just keep saying they're like, well, uh, well I guess run another blood test maybe or do something? Basically. 
And it's the same till every time. Because they're like, at first they were like, well, maybe you just popped a blood vessel. But the fact that it's the same toe every single time. Yeah. And then it just runs out like that. They're like, what is happening? Is it really painful? No. It just, it's the numbness. And then when the numbness goes away, then it's just black and blue. Ooh. Wow, is that ever strange? That's eerie that they have no idea. And so they didn't yeah. They didn't tell you to do anything about it? You're just like, well, let's just see if it, my body works itself Basically out? Just, yeah. As long as I don't have it, they check for the DVT and that's all good. So, Jeez. Huh. Oh, is, wow. it, is it black and blue right now? Yeah. Oh. Well, we wish you luck with yeah, that crazy toe there. Thanks for sharing that, Nookie Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, take care. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.